0: one and all to a very special, very dear and near episode of Wilton. Um, we are on the heels of the Nintendo Switch event, so we're here to break it down, go over the news and not so great news, I guess, and I spent three, three and a half hours with the system yesterday, so I'll offer some impressions on stuff people wanted to know who asked me on Twitter and other places, but before we get there, I want to introduce this week's group. We have Martin. Hello! And we have Daniel.
1: With my blazing hot
0: takes. <laughs> okay, so before we get to the whole Switch thing, I guess the other big new, um, news of the week was <laughs> the fact that Microsoft announced that they cancelled uh, Platinum's game Scalebound for the Xbox One.
1: To absolutely nobody's surprise. Well, I was surprised it was cancelled. <laughs> um, I'm not. You saw it, they saw it when the last time they showed it, it looked like garbage. Well, um, not, not but, like the game wasn't fun or anything. It looked like it could have been fun, but like it looked, it ran really badly. Oh.
2: Uh, for, for me, it was like I, 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 it ran badly always. Plus, I don't think it ever looked good. I, I like Platinum, and I that I game never worked for me when I saw it.
0: I think it looked good during the reveal with the whole CG dragon. Like you know, it just looked interesting and. To your point, like after that, like once they actually started showing gameplay, it, it looked like Platinum Games filtered through a marketing research firm, I guess.
1: Well, like, I mean, it was being published by Microsoft, so of course that's that's what the game was. Yeah, you know,
0: you hire Platinum Games to be Platinum Games. You don't hire. Platinum well, not, K- if,
2: if, not if you're Microsoft, apparently. Well, <laughs> apparently, this was Cameo's dream project
0: yeah but it sounds like i mean even if you go back to his initial dream project on it start like it started female i think at the time it wasn't dragons um yeah because i i guess it started back on it was like a it was a pitchy after the wii and it just kind of was mothballed until microsoft took interest in it Mm. um so my guess And
2: and you mean you had to change a lot
0: yeah Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, the other thing, and this is also pretty big if you know Platinum, it was a single-player game, and Microsoft wanted the four-player co-op,
2: and that... That that really weirded me out the last time we saw that game, because I always assumed, like, yeah, this is a single-player game, it's not really doing much for me, but okay, and then the last time they showed the co-op, and that just looked god-awful.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would think... That they would have just dropped the co-op because, like you said, then it showed at E3 last year. Not many people came away impressed. I think people still had it in them that it's a platinum game, that it's still going to turn out okay. But really, Mm -hmm. the last time we saw it was like eight months ago, well, six months ago, I guess. And yeah, it was canceled this week.
2: Four. Did we see it again? It was games at Gamescom
0: Uh. was the co-op thing. Okay. And it was it was. It was cancelled. Um, a lot of people are asking if people are going to pick up the IP. I make, makes Microsoft make no it. Yeah, but it, it makes no sense. The IP means nothing. Like, the yeah. big thing is, can they reuse the assets for something? Like Can you reuse the idea behind it? Like the core gameplay? Because like, scalebound means nothing because the game was never came out. So it doesn't matter if that IP is attached to it or even yeah. dragons. Turn it into I, I... a
2: giant phoenix bird or something. Ideas and gameplay, they can probably use. I doubt they can yeah. use assets. I bet that's all owned by Microsoft. Yeah,
0: and that's fine. I mean, the idea—if you know—if somebody allows them the chance to kind of reconfigure this into something, like his, like you said, it was his dream project or something that he wanted to work on for quite some time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the big thing that came out of this, outside of the game cancellation, is I think Kutaku pointed this out. It's like, at E3 2014, Microsoft announced a bunch of games. And since then, I think of the, like, six, like, the eight games they announced, four have been canceled, two mm. kind of came out broken, and two more aren't really out yet. Because mm. you canceled, what? It was Scalebound, it was Phantom Dust. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Project Sparks is, existed and then it was canceled. Yep. Um, and I'm sure there was... I forget what the four... Fable?
2: Did you mention Fable? Oh,
0: yeah. oh Fable. Fable. That was the other one canceled. Hero Master Chief, could actually, we all kind of know the issues with that. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: The fact that nobody talks about it now probably um, that you know. And what was the other one? Uh... I know the game that isn't out yet is Crackdown 3, which has a lot of people... Yeah, Crick,
2: Crackdown was announced, right? Yes,
0: and that's still... I mean, as far as I know, we still haven't really seen anything of that game. It goes at E3 nope. last year, but I don't... I just remember that... There's before. a trailer with kind
1: of gameplay in it, but it's not a lot.
0: Yeah, hmm. and I and I think... And I could be mistaken. Like people, As people pointed out, it's like they're really, Microsoft hasn't really... Balance the equation, so to speak. Like you can cancel games if you've announced other games in the works. You can kill studios if you have more studios opening up or you know
2: moving people around. Where they just Phantom pa- Dust, although the last one they canceled. I th- yeah, I mentioned that. But oh, okay. Yeah, I-, I was just thinking about what else. Oh, but
0: yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, like they cancel games. It's really, like they haven't really announced anything major. Like at this point, they're kind of balled down to their bare essentials, which is Halo. Gears of War, Foza, uh, uh, Instinct seasons every
1: year or so. I think that's done now as well. Uh, I think they're done with
2: that game. Oh Yeah. I, I think like if we're going to see another season, I guess they would have already announced it, right?
1: I mean, they could announce it and in they've three. got a definitive edition out.
2: It's been Re-Man. a while since third, third season ended and yeah, they released that definitive edition that was in September, I think. Early September.
1: And it's also
0: supposed to be a, I think it's also a Games with Gold this month. So Yeah.
2: But that's, I think they, they give it
1: us
0: season out the first time season. With yeah. So... Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. And you look at it, and I was talking to Jason this week, and we're just like... It's so weird that for a company that has... I mean, part of it, they inherited from Rare, but they have a lot of IPs that they just mm. up and abandon...
1: Well, like, yeah, but who doesn't do
0: that? No, people do that, but, like, you would think, like, okay,
2: you know... Or but, but the thing is, I think what Earl wants to get is for, with um, them buying our like, Rare back then, we at least thought there would be more coming from them? What did we actually get from rare IPs? Like, three games? Because, because Classic Rare piece, I think? Because um, it's just about
1: demographics right microsoft the xbox 360 was very notorious for being the shooter box right and yeah that's that's the demographics that microsoft wants is people that play multiplayer shooters yeah,
0: and, and, and 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 i mean i think that's fine but even like again i talking to jason and like i'm surprised they haven't found another com- you know they've had new companies do hello they have new companies do gears of war i'm surprised they never found a new company to do perfect dark um, you know, they, I'm surprised... They
1: never... Because they did, and they made a bad game. No, they really made Perfect, Perfect Dark. Dark. Zero. R- 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 well,
0: really they
1: still made a bad Perfect Dark game. Yeah, but my point is, like, you you can make a bad
0: game. Try again. <laughs> it's been over a decade since Perfect Dark Zero. I'm sure fans would give it a second chance. Yeah. Um, they've never resurrected something like Brute Force, which is another thing yeah, but Microsoft,
1: Microsoft is a company that... They'd rather just find something that's successful and then keep pumping it out again and again and again i mean
0: which again isn't necessarily a bad strategy but you do need stuff in between that and like we've seen with oh
1: apparently not i mean the xbox one although it's not doing amazingly it's like it's doing okay you know
0: Yes, but, I mean, how much... But, again, that was because... I mean, yes, most of that was still from the fact that they have tremendous third-party support. And Halo and Gears are still kind of decent franchises, but even those have seen hits this generation. So, how many more iterations can you get? And you, you've had smaller games. you had... You know, they tried with Sunset Overdrive. They tried with ReCore, um You know, or, uh, Ori and the Blind Forks. They've tried. It seems like going forward, to doing that S and S. Like, we're getting something like Sea of Thieves, which is fine, but what else is there in the pipeline? Like, I mean... And, why...
2: and, and the other issue for me is, like, the whole way also Microsoft approaches these franchises. Like Daniel said, like, they basically create a studio, give them a name that is associated with said franchise. Yep. And they, only all make all they them do is make franchise. those.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, like even for the people involved in these studios, I, I would assume it would be nice to do something else from time to time. Yeah. or or well, and, and not, bringing...
1: Ferguson was like,
2: yeah, let's make more gears. Let's make nothing but gears, you know? <laughs> and and um, bringing in another studio maybe to give a franchise a shot or something can bring a interesting perspective to it, and, and maybe some new and interesting ideas. So something. they
1: tried that with Halo, and look how that turned
2: out. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still saying, it's like, now they just have studios committed to one thing. Yeah. But even with Halo, and
0: I don't think this is what they're going to do, I mean, it's a, in Martin's, in, you know, to Martin's point, I think it would be, if it had worked, it was a great idea, because you kind of have the Bungie trilogy, even though it's like five games, with Halo 1, 2, and 3... ODST reach whatever, and then you kind of have the three four three trilogy now with four five and six. When six comes out, and then you could have another studio do the next three games. That might shake it. Like you, you keep the fundamentals of Halo, but you kind of evolve it and see how another studio would take on it. Like I remember when Halo 4 also
2: was- committing each of these studios again to from the beginning of the generation to say like committing them to another trilogy. It's like insane in a way, especially if you think about how long game development takes these days.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: But, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, technically, I guess the Halo,
0: Halo 4 was on Xbox 360. So their, gener- yeah. <laughs> their generation, yeah, they're, at most right now, they're going to do two games. Uh, maybe a spinoff. But, I mean, the idea of just kind of having another studio take over um, this game for a while and see what happens with that. Um, it's novel. I mean, I, I guess the best example, or the example that works best is the Metroid Prime trilogy, which was from a different studio than the, the original Metroids and um,
1: a different Well, studio. I mean, the thing is, is that also assumes that Microsoft cares for um, the franchise as some kind of... Um, artistic value. Yeah, and they clearly don't. No, they uh, don't, but
0: I mean, I think there are ways... I think there are ways that their strategy could work. They just don't do it in a manner that seems beneficial to themselves or to the consumers as a whole.
1: And that's that's what baffles baffles me most about Microsoft is I think had they just let Platinum make a Platinum game, uh, Scalebound could have been not like the most successful thing in the world because Platinum games never are. But like it could have had, had its own niche and it could have had a cult following. But now it has no following because the game doesn't exist anymore. Well, actually, it's probably going to have a
0: bigger following now because it's <clears> the <throat> ideal perfect. But that is a discussion for another day. But yeah, it's disappointing. I, and I, I mean, I, I don't think this was scheduled for the first half of this year. But the other major thing, and I could be wrong, is like, what is the next Xbox One exclusive title from Microsoft?
1: Well, it would, it would be Crackdown because that's supposedly coming out this year despite us not having seen anything of it. Uh of Thieves? Yeah,
0: but when is Sea of Thieves out? Uh, <laughs> it's the same date as Crackdown, which is 2017. <laughs> I mean, is we seeing gameplay of Sea of Thieves? Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's a game Kinda I want. But we've seen gameplay of it. I mean, that's more than Crackdown.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, and, and you know, again, I, I'm sure Jason's like the OU fan of this, but he's also mentioned like, why aren't we get Like, okay, it was a critical bomb, but like, why why didn't they try game with Rise in some fashion? Um, or anything like that, but Cross-Rise wasn't good.
2: It wasn't good, <laughs> but I mean, like, how
0: many, like we've seen, we've seen games before where the first one's kind of rough, and they come out with a second sequel that improves. Yeah, on but a... but have you seen
2: Crytek's
0: trajectory? Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, Rise okay. may be a Crytek
1: properly as Property, so. If Crytek doesn't want to do another one, then... Yeah, uh, then and I
0: mean, I mean, to be fair, at this point, though, Crytek should take any money they can get. So if Microsoft <laughs> was like, we'll pay you five bucks, Crytek would be like, yes. Um, so, there you go. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go on to the main topic of this week?
2: The, o- the only thing for me is, like, I'm curious also what this will mean for Platinum.
0: Because *Turn* yeah. was a
2: freaking the, their biggest project with like 200 people on it. Yeah, and they've invested like three years into it. Almost everything else we know about is has wrapped up, or and Nia is about to launch. I think uh, what is it? March, right? Yeah. Yeah, Automata, Yeah.
0: Which uh, so, I mean, if it's wrapping up, it means most of the people are probably done with it. So, yeah. and I think Activision closed down their licensing brand. So yeah. you're not getting, don't,
2: any, will, will be getting any work from that side.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think, you know, they always end on their feet some way. And they don't make, you know, to Daniel's point, they don't make commercially successful games, but most of their games have a following. There are uh, big companies out there, so I see them... You know, like, there's going to there's always going to be a need for action games. I can mm-hmm. see somebody picking them up. Like I said, I can possibly still see somebody trying to... Take out the remains of Scalebound and make a game out of
2: that, and and, and maybe who knows? Maybe Nintendo has something for them.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sure they do. I mean, they've been great partners with them. They deliver games on time. You know, people talk about how Star Fox is not that great, but you can't blame that one on Platinum. That was most of the decisions were hampered by Nintendo of Japan. So, well oh, that was a segue. I know, I know. <laughs> I just don't want to talk about third parties on the Switch. <laughs> uh, but I will I will start off this segment with owning up that even in my worst-case scenario 8 out last week, I did not expect third-party support to be this bad. at the And I
2: was very spot-on, apparently. <laughs> hey, I, know, I, I, I was exactly right with EA. <laughs> I, I I even called I am Setsuna from from, uh, from Square Enix. I was... <laughs> I mean,
0: I guess, the, one, the biggest surprise to me was like the other lack of Ubisoft there. Um, that, that also surprised me. Because I was also very sure that it would see something from Ubisoft. Yeah, I mean, we saw stuff, but, I mean, it's Just Dance. It's a port of Rayman Legends. Or is it Reg- Legends or Origins? Rayman Legends. It's Legends. Which is just ironic, <laughs> um, if okay. you follow the whole path to that game, and I think Steep, which was already a commercial bomb, like, Steep is that game you forgot they released at the end of last year, mm. like, Steep is just in a month old and nobody knows what it is. I know what it is, I just don't want to play it. Yeah, nobody wanted to fade. I mean, that's it, it's a month old and nobody knows what it is, um, but yeah, I, I was surprised they flew an EA executive all the way to Japan to say FIFA's coming in like 10 minutes. There was the Sega guy on stage who announced nothing. Um, a, a specific version of FIFA f- f- just for the Switch. Yes, which mean, which, as people have found out since then just means it's a PS3 360 port with, um, I guess, Switch features or something like that. Um, Probably. But yeah, I mean, like
2: that. I was just... I think the, um... I mean, I mean, Sega. Sega technically announced one new game, because, one which I also suspected Sonic Mania,
0: which I thought was weird. Not, not Sonic Mania. Why? One. Why wasn't that announced earlier? Right? Yeah, they announced Project Sonic. Yeah. so <laughs> Why keep this one a
1: secret if it's coming on hot? Because people actually want this game.
0: I mean, I. Uh... I... I'm interested in Nobody both, wants but, Project Sonic. Okay. Nobody wants Project Sonic. But in Sonic. that case, why it then Sonic then Sonic Mania is the one you announce and Project Sonic is the one you're like we don't know if it's coming.
1: Well, I mean I guess I guess if they had announced it on stage then it would have been a different matter, but they didn't even
2: do that. No, they didn't do that either. No, I know. <laughs> Um, it, it just was, I think, in the sure. third-party trailer or something. Oh, this is also coming, after all. <laughs> hey, the only thing I
0: remember from that third-party segment is, I think, oh, Squid's good doing that new RPG from the Bra- Brave Default team, which is kind of Which something. has
2: an awful name. What I, is
0: this? Project I, I, Octopath something something. I'm, I'm just imagining that's a, that's a good working title and they'll change it to something. I, dude, knowing... Okay. Square Enix naming is like they'll change it to something decent in the West. Let me go with that then. Mm. <laughs> that's that's my theory because there's no way that that name doesn't say anything. But uh, kind of uh, kind of speaking of the very default developers, which is something I actually did mention. I thought they would be ones who supported the Switch. Um, I think Giant Bomb mentioned this, or Eurogame, I forget which one, and it and, and this is kind of, I guess, what surprised me most about third-party support, and this is kind of where mm-hmm. my thinking was last week, It's like, the third-party support seems to, to be a continuation of the Wii U, and not mm-hmm. the 3DS, in the sense that, like, where were several five? <laughs> like, yep. Where were any of those studios who invested in the 3DS here? Like, you, you saw the Square game, like, the Square game looks like a 3DS game, Uprest. <laughs> um so, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it
2: looks better than that. It looks
0: better, but I mean, the fa- you know, it's sprite-based and stuff like that. It's not like, what you would expect from Square in this day and
2: age for a console it's game. True. Which isn't a, a bad but, thing. But, but, I mean... But on the other hand, like, it was last week we talked, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All, all of these days running together these days. Um, last week, uh, we also talked about how conservative Japanese companies are these days. Or Always have been in a sense. Uh, and I guess what they think is well, we'll wait a bit on this and continue doing a little more on Free D S
0: Which yeah, which which is kind of what I suspected. But I imagine we would at least get some ports. Like Monster Hunter double huh. X comes out two weeks after this in Japan. You couldn't get Capcom to be like, Okay, we'll try it out here at launch. Um, you know yeah. y- like, yeah. y- okay, Yokai watch. <laughs>
2: Capcom, Capcom might as well have not been there because they were not what there. they announced is basically just Street Fighter 2 HD remakes with a couple of new features for $45. Well, I
0: at least fr- in Japan. I, th- I was about to say, the price hasn't been announced in the West, but yes, it's kind of, I mean, I get the idea of it in that this is like the last Street Fighter on a Nintendo home console and it's the 20th anniversary, but yeah, it's like... I was expecting, like, when the, you know, a lot of this stuff leaked out actually day of the press conference on 4chan, and of course nobody believed it, even though it ended up being more accurate than any of the actual leakers um, that we had for Mm -hmm. months and months. Um, But, uh, yeah, I would have been okay with it. I thought, like, okay, it's going to be like Street Fighter 2, and then, like, okay, maybe they redraw these characters in the Street Fighter 4 engine, and you can switch between those two styles. It's like, no, you get this. And then you get a uh, you, you just get the sh- your shitty udon art. <laughs> And then apparently I don't know. There's some teas of like a first person mode that has, but nobody. Knows yeah,
2: yet. Uh, but something show, uh, showed up for like um, like a second or two. Or second or two, yeah. But I, I don't know. It looked like the henchman from Through Fighter Five, actually. So who knows?
0: Um, but yeah, I mean. And, and and ultimately, I think that was kind of the thing with third parties. It's like, oh, okay, you got nothing else going on here, huh? And again, I like some of it. I I I get, you know, like I understand. A lot of companies have been burned, but again, Ubisoft was the big one. I was surprised by. Um, yeah, we'll five.
2: I mean, maybe, but what, like I said, there was some Ubisoft stuff, but it was basically late ports, and, and, and we expected at least something new from Ubisoft, yeah, because I mean... that has usually been the case when new Nintendo stuff came up. Yeah, but... and
0: I think, and I, you know, kind of going to this point, and this is a part, point we'll get to, I guess I guess we'll talk about here, it, it, you look at the non lineup, up, and a lot of people are right free, so it's a very anemic non lineup. up. Um, and you kind of go back into, like, Nintendo's last two home consoles, and it's really, it's a very similar thing. They have one big core title, and they have, like, one big casual title. And, you know, last generation, it was New Super Mario Bros. U mm-hmm. and Nintendo, and before that, it was Zelda and Wii Sports. And I think the major difference, other than one being a pack-in, is that Ubisoft was there with an original IP, whether or not it was a good game. But Red still was there for the Wii, and Zombie U was there... For the Wii U, so you yep. had something there where it, it's not a the like other the other ones were a one game launch, depending on your point of view. Where this one is Zelda, and I guess we can talk about this now. One two switch. I've seen one two switch. I saw it at the presentation. I've seen it on the, on the Treehouse stream. I saw it in person. My takeaway every time I see one two switch is why is this not a pack-in? There is no reason whatsoever that this is a $50
1: game. Well, I mean, it's funny you say it's a $50 game because in the UK, it's £60. Pounds. <laughs> okay, okay. All... Which is even
2: worse. Okay. We, we better talk about pricing some more later. <laughs> yeah. I, <guess>. yeah, but <laughs> I
1: was like...
0: going to say, before we get onto the South on China, I do want you folks to get the pricing out of the way. Because I understand that it's terrible for Europe, but it's a very odd thing for us just because like pricing is kind of in everything else here so and i mean aside from the accessories which we'll get we'll get to but like you know games are still the same price as they are on xbox one and ps4 and the console is pretty much what people expected it to be so i don't i understand that colors your impressions of it so i just want you
2: folks to vent and get that all out now (laughs) Pricing is fucked. Yes. I think this console is too expensive. I, I, I don't even think it's just too expensive in Europe. I think it's too expensive even in the US. Uh, the uh, and all the accessories are outrageously priced. Like what is it? Like ninety dollars for another Joy-Con combination? Eighty here, I think. Eighty. Wow. Still, that's a lot of money for controller. I... Um.
0: I am of two minds with that. And I mean, one, it's expensive, but I mean an Xbox One and a PS4 controller are sixty bucks here. So it's only twenty bucks more? Only uh, twenty. Well the other thing the other thing I was going to say Just a and, third more. Uh, the only thing I was going to say though, <laughs> is that it's also it's expensive when you think about it. As a whole package, because a lot of people are also probably going to want the grip um, as well to kind of put it in, you know, have a shelf for that as well. But I guess my thinking is, is it's also te- it's two controllers at the same time. So, like, for example, if you wanted to play like a good party game, you, you spent 80 bucks and you already have four controllers for everybody. If you were to compare it to getting an like Egg 4 controllers for like a PS4 and Xbox One, it's cheaper it's in that sense. It's still a lot of money.
2: Uh, no, no, I, There's not, no I, way around this. Also, I'm... this hypothetical scenario you're creating, I don't think it's happening as often as people would like to believe.
1: Uh, you have to have games on the Switch in order for that situation to happen. Uh, uh, but,
2: right? I mean, there are other are games that support... There's you. like Bom- Super Bomb R, which you can play with eight players. And if you want to do that, you only have to spend more than $500. Why do you have to spend? Okay, <laughs> wait—is it what? I Did the math! Okay, buy it. Buy a switch. Buy a bomber man, and then buy three more controllers. No, you—you have to buy. Yeah, I guess you do have to buy. Three more. What? I got the right price. Okay, don't worry. I did the math. <laughs> okay. Um. So yes, but That's crazy, and 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 the system itself. Like, I mean. I was already thinking that 250 would be an edge case, US dollars. But they managed to hit 300, which is, in my eyes, insane. Uh, They come in mid-generation again, and they're coming in weaker, they're coming in with less support, and they are coming in more expensive than their competition.
0: Yes, and no. That
2: is just, yes. Well, I mean, I, I... <laughs> the Wall Street Journal today wrote, the price of a new console exceeded the sub $250 mark expected by market analysts. The Wii, a hit console that Nintendo released in 2006, was $250 initially, while its unpopular successor Wii U was $300 when released in 2012. Sony Corp's but... Corp. PlayStation 4 currently sells for $260, and Microsoft Corp's Xbox One is $240. Okay. I
0: was going to say in the sense that Sony seems to be trying to push the Pro as well, and is coming out this year. But yes, there are models that you can get for 250 right now in the
2: marketplace. And yes, yeah. I, I, I don't know, a lot of those are bundled with games. And important yes. models. Yes. Don't, don't twist it in a way like, no, it's all about the Pro. No, no but the Pro no, exists I'm not, for but that, a specific crowd. But, that's, but what I'm trying to argue is like it's cheaper, but
0: it's not... Like it's the OU. I, Okay, my point is... Yes, it's comparative to its competition, which is going to be the big thing against it. It is more expensive. I do not think for what they're putting into the system that $300 is unreasonable. It was what I expected it to be, 250 I was hoping for that. I think 250 is a much easier price for everybody to
1: swallow. Oh, this, for what they're putting into the system, it, it means nothing. I'm sorry. What matters is, is how much is the competition and how many more games do the competition have? Right, if the competition uh, has so much more co- game content, software, and costs
2: less, there is absolutely zero reason for you to bother with this thing. And if, if, if you would have planned ahead for coming in mid-gen, you would you should have budgeted in a way so that you would come in at 250 at least. And, and and when we go to Europe over here, that thing costs three hundred twenty-nine euro. That is, I have to check what a current PS4 costs. I mean, whatever, last year last year in October I could have bought one for two hundred. So it basically costs one hundred and thirty euro more. Awesome. I mean and, and I mean that was the lowest price but it's quite easy to get a PS4 like in with uncharted for like 250
1: and in the UK you can get
2: uh the Final Fantasy 15 1 terabyte edition PS4 for the same price. Yeah, it's it's insane the, the the price difference that we have here in Europe. It's I I don't know what they're thinking. And oh, no, don't, don't well... let me start on the accessories and stuff. Well, like I said, I and... like I said I i i didn't want
0: i'm not going to fight over the european pricing um uh yeah there's nothing i mean there's really nothing to it in that sense i've you know especially the games like 20 pounds or 20 euros more expensive and stuff like that um and lot of these games i don't necessarily think are worth it even in like our current uh American prices <laughs> so I'm not going to fight, but like I said here it's a different scenario just because like the games are on par price wise so it's not like we're paying more or less for that
2: um, yeah, but the uh, game pricing in that sense' is almost irrelevant when people are already looking at the console uh, at the higher price you know if, if you if they are, if you have like Joe Schmo in his Walmart looking at a switch and a ps4 xbox one and he get the sheepo bundle with i don't know one or two games and or he could play let's say 50 to 100 dollars more for a switch with nothing i don't know i think the decision is probably pretty easy for him well i mean again it well okay
0: this is this is more of a not marketing thing but more of a race thing in that the people looking for a system in March are probably the people who are interested in this. They're not necessarily looking at an Xbox One or PS4 because the best sales are at end of the year. So that's not their immediate competition for the next for the first three months or so. It's the end of the year when that becomes a that becomes a big concern for them. I think. And I think... it will
1: be because you know we're four years into the Wii U and Nintendo has never dropped the price on the thing. And, and you can
2: you can expect uh, Xbox One and PS4 prices to go further down.
0: Yeah, Ed, uh Well, actually, I don't think they're going to go much further down. I oh, yeah, no, don't. They will. I think what they're going to do is what they did last Christmas, and let's bundle a bunch of games with it as well. Cause that's, I, that's basically the same thing. Well, it is not isn't, because isn't, it depends. Like, I've had this discussion, aside from the Switch, with... Um, Xbox One and PS4 this past Christmas with a lot of people looking into it. Most people, because if it's a, like okay, like you say Uncharted or Final Fantasy XV, most people don't want it, so they actually. And this is I always. That's mean, two bundles. I meant we mentioned. There no, are more. There are, <laughs> well, actually for the, for us. I think the PlayStation <laughs> Four we had the Uncharted and Final. I don't even know if we had a Final Fantasy XV one here. Anyhow, for my point ex,
2: for Xbox there's also a FIFA bundle. Yeah, well, they but...
0: are. They are Battlefield bundles. There's almost okay. any big game had a bundle. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can find those bundles. I think Microsoft actually started doing like you can buy... You'd get a game and then you can get like any game for whatever for free. My point is there are people who see it as paying more for something they don't want, which I always think is stupid because you can just sell the game. But yeah, they're like, oh, I want this, but I don't want this game, so I'm going to wait Because their idea is like, okay, maybe it'll come down to like 200 without
1: the game. Stupid. Well, I mean, if, we, if we're not talking about bundles... PlayStation Four on its own in white, two fifty nine ninety nine, and the Switch is more than that. Yeah, and I,
0: but I do, I do think, and this is my assumption. I do think by the end of the, I don't think it's going to get a price drop, but I see one two Switch or Zelda being a bundle game with it by the year's end. Um, and I think, I think their strategy is, and I think this is fraud, is that most consoles out at launch anyhow, they'll have a decent amount of games eating them up into the summer and then i think they'll kind of reconfigure it near end of the year for something that's more feasible for the mass market so it will still remain
1: 300 but i see you and i have a very different idea of what decent means well okay um well what is that lineup we've got right now is not decent it's not my idea of decent is not what we've currently got okay but i i think the same as daniel Okay. That is, is why it is a diff, different D-word, and that D-word is dire. That is a terrible, absolutely awful okay. release schedule, because half of it is games that you can buy on other platforms anyway.
0: Yes, but those aren't the games that necessarily sell the system to you.
2: <laughs> okay. Like, okay. And the games that are supposed to sell me are not really selling me. Yes, but at least okay.
0: a lot of them. But, I mean, okay, I'm talking about it more, again, from a standpoint of kind of... I guess games that kind of have a built-in audience for them, because within like the first, let's say, let's say five or six months, you'll have Zelda, you'll have a, you know, you have a port of Mario Kart Eight, you'll have Splatoon, and those are all multi-million-selling franchises, and they come out at a decent clip where there's at least there's right, one.
1: But those p- people could not buy a fucking Wii U, and they could still play those games. But it's not uh, not buy a Switch and still play those games even,
0: and, yeah. and, except for Splatoon 2, But still. Yes. And then, I mean, you still have stuff, you know, like, and we'll get to this more uh, when I go into my impressions. And I think ARMS is another one, depending on how they market it, I think can do really well for them. But yes, to your point, outside of that, and this is the big concern, is like there aren't a, a lot of games to sprinkle in between there that aren't, you know, like you can't get anywhere else. Um, there isn't there isn't that big third-party title <laughs> to kind of offer up support or any actual third-party titles like i you know it was probably a pipe dream but like i assume we might have gotten injustice like the only thing warner announces the port of city on city undercover which is kind of like
1: also is ironic why is that ironic but because it was a wii u launch title
0: well we launch window but yeah well
1: yeah exactly and it's not a game that you can only get on the switch
0: which i, I which i'm fine with i mean but if, I mean, like even like, it would, i mean, yes, it would have been a port or whatever. But I don't think it being exclusive. If it was an exclusive port, I think it would have been the same complaint you have now. It's like it's a game you can already get on the Wii U. Um, and, and you can
2: also get on PS4. And I mean, or Xbox One. no, what I'm saying is, is
0: like if it was an exclusive port, it's the same like oh, it's like Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, get but that I mean.
1: That's what we're saying, though, is there needs to be stuff that's not a port at all.
0: Yeah, and that's what what I'm saying. It's like, it's a decent amount of stuff, but there isn't anything in between it, especially for people who want to upgrade from the Wii U. Um, Like, you know, Zelda looks better, though pairing performance is kind of questionable which one runs better. But it's a game that's coming day and date with the Wii U version, if you already have a Wii U uh, Mario Kart adds a lot of stuff Well it adds stuff But is it enough for people to justify Dipping into it twice No uh, I think it would vary That's your answer <laughs> I, think <it> would. <laughs> I think it would vary from person to person
2: um, I, I'm pretty sure
0: most people will say no Well Again I can also see Mario Kart as a game They bundle in by year end Splatoon 2 is another one You know
2: and I think If they bundle in by year end Mario Kart 8 Fuck them yeah. Why? Yep. Add some real value. What a worthless
1: move that would be. <laughs> it's... Uh, okay.
0: Uh, anyhow. But yes, I mean, okay, looking at this, I think the... And I could... Uh, looking at this kind of games expected by year end, the OE exclusive exclusive titles between now and I guess the start of this summer are Super Bomberman R, Which I heard not so good things about. I I will say this much. I think it's fun. It's still Bomberman. Um, I think the single player in the copy looks good. I don't necessarily think it's a $60 game. I don't know if price has been confirmed on that yet. Uh, That's
2: what I heard as well. But it's a really,
0: you know, it's Bomberman. It's it's really fun. Um, uh, Snipper Chips, which is an eShop title. Uh, Fast RMX, which is another eShop title. I guess technically not. That is, that is port a port. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think that's it. And okay. whatever, and you know whatever indie games are in between there. Um, and yeah, but those are also
2: they're nice, but they're also not exclusive. Wait, what? I mean, those indie games. I'm just oh, saying, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, there's uh, like has been heroes on here but that's also not exclusive yeah yeah i think and i think i said this
0: like i said i went to a nintendo switch event yesterday and i played a bunch of games and i enjoyed most of them and i think my big takeaway from that and this is kind of how i feel about this sign up and it's something i you know kind of accepted now is that this is a good sign up if you're already invested in a system like if this was something like if this was year two
1: how can you be already invested in the system? I meant, when the, the
2: No, no, what i No, that's not what I'm well, saying. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I know. What yeah, if, if you mean? If you're a Nintendo fanboy... No, that's yeah. not what I'm saying, Ethan. No, awesome. I, I see what
1: you're saying. If you already had one... <laughs> yes, this would be that's what
0: year. I mean. If you already had a system, it's a good kind of... That's why I said it's a good year two, not a good year one. Well, actually, I do think by the end of the year, it's actually... Again, for my taste, you know... If
2: this was year two, it would be even worse...
0: I I I mean, as far as like <laughs> as far as like big exclusives goes, I don't think it would be a bad year for a year or two. Um, I mean, cause okay, again from my point of view, by the end of the year you'll have Zelda, you'll have you know you'll have Splatoon two, you'll have Arms, you'll have Mario Odyssey, you'll have Xenoblade Chronicles two. At least one of those, I question if we'll even make 2017. Yes, I mean Xenoblade Chronicles two, I think is a big question mark. But right yep. now they're saying it's 2017. <laughs> Huh? We will see. So we'll go with that for now. <laughs> um, and then you have other stuff. You, if I am a Muso, I think it's out this year. I don't know if that's necessary in the West, but, you know, it's system's region free now.
2: Yeah, but a Japanese version is not that helpful. I mean, it, For both people.
0: I was going to say it probably is. It's not a very text-heavy game.
2: Uh, usually, the upgrading stuff yeah, you'll, in Musou games is—you'll
0: you'll, you'll figure it probably
2: out. Probably a bit above, but almost, um, they have to deal with it in Japanese. But yeah, I mean,
0: like I said, I'm not going to argue that this is a great launch up or anything like that. Um, It's—it was even worse how they presented it. I guess kind of going backwards in time, in that the yep. presentation was really awkward and weird. <laughs>
2: Which we should be suspected because I, I the be... Japanese presentation style is really weird. Like some of it, I thought was
0: nice, but like once I don't know, for like a fifteen-minute kind of this is the controller, this is the system, this is how you compare the this controller.
2: This is very Japanese thing to do. And I'm just like,
0: you pretty much summed up everything like this in three minutes back in October. I don't need a refresh of that. Um, Not
1: and only that, that is, there were people up there that said nothing.
0: Well, we were Yay kind of we kind nothing. we kind of already talked about that nothing. with the third yeah. parties but yeah that was another Karen thing it's like you at first I'm like oh you couldn't find anybody to talk about any game they're bringing to your system then it's like oh because nobody's bringing any games to your system because um, yeah. and then there was the translators I mean one the, the two most of them were fine there was that one dude who had to speak who was the third like parties. the least excited or interested ever <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know if he was like going on, he was sleep deprived or what, but it was like, um, so yeah,
2: be excited. Like okay, thank I, I you. Think, I, I think he did the Suda fifty one as well, right? Yeah, it was, <laughs> was soft. Because like I
0: mean, and sometimes that happens with translations. But he'll they'll speak for like they'll speak for like thirty seconds and then he'll sum it up in like five words. Like okay, I'm sure that's everything they said, but yeah, it was really yeah. awkward, um, and it shouldn't have been, because I'm sure that this stuff was pre-recorded, like, not pre-recorded, but pre-written. <laughs> it's not, they had people... teleprompters. I'm that's sure what these what people mean, weren't speaking man. off the cr- the cuff or anything like that, so
2: yeah.
0: like it shouldn't be awkward for you to translate this stuff.
1: Um... Just give the translators
2: I mean, it was teleprompter all- stuff Bill... ahead of time.
1: When Bill Trinan was doing it, it was fine, but you know.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that was a bit different for... That's because he was translated into Japanese. We heard the English part, part perfectly fine. Um, well, he was doing something English as well. was accurate. Huh?
1: He was the doing Japan- some Japanese to English as well.
0: Oh. Wait, was he?
1: In the, some of the pre-roll stuff. The B-roll. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like the, most of them were fine. It was just like this one dude who had, like, the bulk of the third-party support, and then there was another person speaking, I think one of the Nintendo executives, and it was just like, this guy could be anywhere else right now. It, it, it didn't help, because at that point, the presentation, I think, had kind of gone downhill, um, because I felt okay, one, I feel like they, I, it's, I guess, one of those things that leaks, is that like hey, I felt like they should have kicked off with Zelda if we hey, they were they had this build, big build up. When is Zelda coming out at the end? And I'm like, it's a launch. We all kind of know it's a launch. Yeah, you're cute. You're they, they already
2: they already kind of said.
0: Yeah, your cute. You're video <laughs> does not matter? So I'm like, this should have been the kickoff
2: because it was a really good trailer. But and but, I, but it's an anticlimactic. Thing for one more thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> honestly, I would have that ended... That thing that you've been delaying for years
1: is
0: actually coming out, believe it or not, you know? I, I honestly would have ended with the Super Mario Odyssey, trailer because that
2: game looks
1: fantastic. Same.
2: Same. <laughs> um,
1: well, I don't know about that Oh, I don't hold that, that opinion. But um,
2: I, I would have ended with
1: it, oh, definitely. Yeah. I would have ended it with it, but I don't think it looks any good. You don't. Why <laughs> not? I, I can't because... Like Oh, I don't know, maybe because it's Mario in a realistic environment, walking on a street amongst people, you know? Like, maybe the art styles don't work at all together, you know? I I I actually don't think that's a bad thing. I I do, and I don't think that, like, I mean, I know it's early days, but, like, it's like, hey, Mario's in an open world, and you can jump on things, and you can collect things, and it's like... You needed an open world to do this. We've been jumping on things and collecting things to Mario for thirty years, you know. Well,
0: I think they. I. I don't think it's. I don't think it's, well, it's going to be an open world. I think it's going to just be giant levels. But yeah. um, I do think, like I they said, they're kind of going. They call it a sandbox. I think they're going back to more of like, I guess, more sunshine than anything, where it's like this huge thing you
2: can kind of explore. But it's still. It's like,
1: just. Oh, so the hostiles just like but, but
2: more diverse in 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 environments like yeah. uh, i guess 64 was
1: yeah i just new donk city just looks terrible
2: like put any i, other I, I, I wasn't a big fan of, i wasn't a big fan of new donk city uh but i thought all the other environments looked really cool yeah yeah
1: I, the ones that are actually cohesive with the art style of mario yeah see,
2: i don't i don't necessarily i
0: mean i guess i think about it from the standpoint that yes, mario would look awkward in the real world setting so why wouldn't it look like a clash of styles it's supposed to be he's not supposed yeah, to yeah but that's a bad thing i don't think that's a bad thing depending on it how is you do a it it's not bad thing. no it's like who framed roger rabbit like the cartoon world and the real world shouldn't match
2: it it i i i i can see your Dana's perspective that it's a bad thing, especially when all the other worlds kind of work with it. Yeah! But, <laughs> I, but I guess my thing is, like, it, it should be that way. There should be
0: environments that he fits in naturally, and there should be environments he doesn't, because he's an outsider. He's a stranger. It should make sense that he does not, like, he belongs here. Because but he it's couldn't. like the
1: thing about who framed Roger Rabbit, right? Is you had, like, Roger Rabbit was a, a talking rabbit, right? But, like, Mario is supposedly a person. And he's walking down a street with other people that don't look anything like him. Okay,
2: you well,
0: know. Okay, what about other people in like Who Framed Roger? Like Jessica, she's a human who has comp- Well, I mean, her proportions are. I know.
1: I just think that it's it's just like I get I get what you Who Framed Roger? It kind of works in a weird way.
0: And in that's and, of, and that's what I'm that's, that's what I'm saying though it's like it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a crash of styles. Like, it would be uh, weird if they designed the city so
1: that Mario it, fit into it it's a of style in a bad way i just can't i just look at it and i was like but, this is club. a low low no cuz they cuz they've tried to what they've tried to do is they've clearly tried to make mario higher fidelity because now you can see the sort of realistic bushes in his hair and his mustache and it's like no you're just trying to sort of sort of cram this a square peg in a round hole you know it doesn't work and apparently they're actually releasing
2: this. I, like, like I said I didn't have that much of a problem with it uh, and um, on the other hand for me it's I, I love the name New Dog City it's awesome
0: <laughs> I, didn't, and... I didn't catch that <laughs> until like I, t- I went to a event and I took a picture was like oh you're going to New Dog City what are you folks talking about and then I rewatched the show and I'm like oh okay
2: it's, it's, it's a great name <laughs> And 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 to me, the clash of styles Mario in kind of a real environment opens up all kind of new weird questions about Mario lore. <laughs> a, we're not getting into <laughs> that
0: now. We're Oi, not getting into that Mario lore <laughs> at all. We're not, we're not getting into that at all. But I, 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 I to I, me to me though that part is exciting. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do I do think and I also think it's nice to kind of get Mario out of his comfort zone. I mean, I have Mario games. Um, and, you know, they've always had a creativity to them in the level design, but it's nice to kind of see him put into these environments where it's maybe not something that you would naturally think of uh, for Mario. Um, and I don't mean it necessarily just in like Crash and Styles, but like, you know, there's scenes of him jumping on taxis or hovering off a like pose. and those aren't things you see in Mario games traditionally. And this...
1: I wonder how many Ubisoft towers that we're going to have in that game. Again, That's I've... the only thing I could think of, is like, they're again, just put like towers you have to climb.
0: Again, I I, I mean I I don't think like that's going. I mean I I trust them enough to. There like... probably is one star on a tower. But I mean, <laughs> uh, climbing to the highest point of a level isn't that different than stuff you would do in Sunshine or sixty four. Yeah, that's why. That's why. What I mean exactly. But
1: that doesn't stop it. There will at least
2: be one of four.
1: And rope for video games in twenty seventeen.
2: <sighs> I I don't know. I I think Mar- Mara looked cool. Yeah. Um My... I like I, I like this game, and, and to me, that was uh, for me personally, that was their strongest game. I would disagree just a bit, just because I
0: really like Arms. Um, aside from the stupid name, I think it's a I, one. It's something different for them, which is you know something they needed, they need often. But I also, it, with the style, I mean, granted, it kind of looks like Overwatch, but the style kind of made me think of like what, like, if a Nintendo art style had matures, like, this is what a grown up Nintendo style would be. Um, mm. But I guess more than that is that just going hands on with it, it's a really fun game, and it's something kind of different. I mean, it's essentially kind of Nintendo's take on boxing. I, I have a question.
2: Yes. When, when you were there to play it, um, were you we able to also play the non-motion control no. version? No. Well, that sucks. Uh, because I, I don't want to engage with motion controls ever again. I so. motion controls,
0: but I understand people... But, I mean, they've already clarified that there's non-motion control versions. I, I know, so
2: that's why uh, I'm asking. Yeah, I was but... curious how, how that would work, exactly. But, yes... I it's... assume with analog sticks, probably, to to curb your um, blows. Well, but...
0: I... I mean, yeah... I... I'm curious to see how it works. I mean, I can see how most of it would work out. Um, it, I mean, you just kind of your shoulder buttons would then be, I guess, like you'd use LR, ZR and ZL for your punches. Then the two triggers can still be a jump and your um, dodge. And then I guess the face buttons would then kind of be um, what am I thinking of now? Your special moves and stuff like that. Mm. And block, because how it works now is, I mean, it's a, you know, it's this very simple uh, fighting game mechanic. You have punches, well, you already have punches, um, but you can put, you can, you can throw a straight jab. You can kind of throw hooks from, very interestingly, like most people would hook from either hand. So you can hook in with your left, hook in with your right. This one, you can actually hook out. So like you can throw a punch and then throw your, your right hand to the right. Which isn't something people naturally do because it wouldn't make any sense. Or throw the left ten to the left, um, and then you get different power ups for your hands. Well, not different power ups. You can customize each fist with something different. Um, each character, there are some carryover. Each character has their own distinct one as well. It seems like some have one or two, uh, and then they each have different abilities. So like the main guy, um, Springman. I think he's just kind of your all-around guy. A ribbon girl, I believe, can hover in the air a bit longer. Uh, the ninja dude can teleport a bit when he um, when he jump and dodge or lean, and then like the mummy dude has stronger punches, but he's slower. And robot girl, I think, can hover in. Okay, no, sp- uh, ribbon girl can double jump, and then robot girl, whose name I don't remember, can hover a bit longer when she jumps. Um, and you know, then you basic. you can parry punches, like, if you punch and somebody else punches, it will negate each other. Um, punches negates throws, throws negate shields, shields negates punches, stuff like that, like that triangle system. Very simple stuff, but, like, once you kind of get the hang of it and put everything in, in unison, it's a very fun kind of back-and-forth fighting game. And, I, you know, like one of my—the last game I played, I was kind of—you know, they had the little health meter. I was down to, like, my final health meter. The other guy had, like, two. And just, you know, just kind of using my dodges to get in and kills with him because I know he's a big throw, up thrower to just kind of negate and punch him and kind of do hooks. It was just really invigorating and fun. And I really enjoyed that game, and I really want to see more because, like, right now, again— Without these titles it's not 60 bucks right now there's five characters in three stages I assume that's not going to be the final game
1: but yeah, I don't, oh, I would, oh. like, it looks it looks fun and all but I like I can the only thing I think was thinking was like what what's to keep me playing this game for more than an hour? You know?
0: And I and I think and I think this is kind of you know a lot of people compare this to Splatoon, which makes sense as it was as big IP that pushed it. Is that they'll find a way to you know they'll have more characters. They'll probably find some way to have like a story mode included in this. Um, and of course, you know it has online gameplay.
2: So that's yeah. what I wanted to ask. I wasn't sure if it is online game. If it has online, then I could see this working yeah, they... out. If they have like good online modes, of course, because. It looks like an interesting take on fighting games and or boxing games, let's say, And um, but those games only work with competition. I, I don't think, like, even with some kind of story mode, I can see that lasting, having, like, long-lasting fun, yeah, basically, with I mean, like, four or five human, minutes, which is a real human competition yeah for a, and, and not everyone will have always someone there they can play with in person so yeah. having online sounds good And uh, i mean and the other thing i guess and i
0: only I got to see two stages but the stages also offer up some variety in them um like the main one they show in the trilogy is kind of a um it looks kind of like a sumo ring surrounded by springs And, you know, you can use that to get extra bounce off off your jumps, and you can knock your opponents into there to combo them if you need be. Um, The other stage they showed in the demo is kind of a, it's more of like a, I guess, Japanese staircase. And this is a bit more now. This is more, like, this with distance comes in, so it's more of like your spacing and going in and out to kind of, be you know out of range for your opponent's punches and stuff like that, and then the final one they showed kind of had places like it had it's kind of like a test chamber, and there's places you can hide behind like um, cases that punches can't do without breaking through. So you kind of have the environment to play around with. So there's a lot of potential there. Like I said, I had a ton of fun with it. Um, it's very unique. <laughs> Um, like I, I, I wouldn't compare it to a fighting game. Like more, like more said. I think it's more of a, like, this is what we would do. if We would do something crazy with boxing. Um, I don't
2: know. I, to me, there's lots of fighting game aspects.
0: There's a lot of fighting game aspects, but I cons- I guess, I consider it more a, m- comparable to a boxing in traditional sense because it's yeah, you, know, like, you don't kick or anything. But it's about placement. Like you know, like. How, you yeah, don't you don't kick in every fighting game no all. you don't kick in every fighting game but like yeah. in box, in box I, I guess in boxing it's kind of about you know like how you drop your, your, your opponent in or how you bring your like how close you get to an opponent it's about spacing it's about knowing when to throw what punch hey hey,
2: hey oh that's also <laughs> fighting games i
0: know i know but i'm just saying like no you don't know <laughs> I, I, what i'm saying okay but boxing precedes fighting games is what i'm saying i guess is in a more traditional sense it's like it's boxing in that sense is that better for you i guess it's a fighting game um oh. whatever <laughs> i mean boxing is a fighting game too it's just boxing yeah in... exactly oh. if you bring boxing to video games it's a fighting game. yes but i'm just saying that boxing itself predates fighting games <laughs> whatever uh this comes out in spring right yes no pun intended um but yes i think this is something that they really do need to um I really want to see what they do with this and kind of to the point of arms and this is something that <sighs> was really disappointing. I guess it's kind of expected, is they did announce that online. You also have to pay for online on the Switch. Which
1: with... is the most hilarious thing I have ever heard in my entire life. It is just unfathomable to me that Nintendo would do this because Nintendo well I mean they haven't they've made their online infrastructure worse and the console isn't even out yet yeah I, which is amazing <laughs> I am
0: still so baffled by that, and I'm hoping that it's just kind of like the Xbox app or the PlayStation app where you can use it in conjunction with your system, but not as the main means. Because
2: Yeah, I'm also hoping this is something that somehow got lost in translation during the conference or something. Because what it sounds like right now is insane. Uh, but what, is, what it sounds like right now is really what
0: people do now with the system for free, which is they use their computer or their smartphones for voice chat or to set up...
1: And just, just the bizarre thing. I mean, for people that don't know what we're talking about, Nintendo is saying that if you want to play multiplayer or message people on the console, you have to pay a subscription fee. And obviously there's a free trial period for... A, a while after the system comes out but that's not going to be relevant to anybody who waits Um, but the fact that Nintendo seemed to suggest that all of the messaging functionality is including voice chat including voice chat and normal text messaging has been extracted out of the console and is going to be in some kind of smartphone app is just ludicrous I could pick up my phone and I could dial a number and I could call someone for free why wouldn't I do that? Instead? Well, I mean, not for you free, know? but yeah, get your point. I can do it for uh, free. But well, I mean, you uh, pay uh, for the also, phone service.
2: Also, um, why in the phone? That is super impractical if you actually want to talk with people. What What am I supposed to do? Use a headphone and, and have you, my TV on, or and if you how hold a Windows phone?
1: You're probably not going to get a version of that app. It doesn't. Well, that's oh, yeah,
0: true. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, not, like again, like if I wanted to, I can use Twitter to set up game dates, and I can use Skype <laughs> or Discord. I don't need a phone app. So I'm hoping against hope that this is in addition to having that stuff built into the system, so a way for you to manage it off. Because One yeah, would definitely hope. Because uh, other than that, that makes no sense. What am I paying you for at that point, then? You're not doing anything for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But uh, what I was going, what I was getting at, aside from that being insane, is that it does seem that they're kind of making sure more of their games are online. Like Arms is online, Splatoon is online, um, Mario Kart is of course online. We don't know anything. The problem
1: is, is they need to have their online infrastructure make sense because right now it doesn't. But on any system that they've ever released.
0: Well, I mean, I my my hope is that if they're having people pay for it, that they're offering more than they, what they've offered in
1: previous systems. I mean, system. are we going to have another friends list to manage? Because I have one on my 3DS. There's a different one on the Wii U. Is there going to be another one on the on the, the Switch? Yes. I haven't said. <laughs> I haven't said. Or, I bet there will be. There probably will be. And it's a case of, if there is another one, why are you making us pay when you can't even... My- you can't even integrate you know you can't have one friends list you know well i assume, Why would that, I I assume that this would be the end of because i mean if, if
0: you no longer have that sprinter because there's not a 3ds and a wii u there's just going to be a switch um
1: though i, I well, there is though because because i have a friends list on the 3ds if i buy a wii u i cannot reuse that friends list and maybe we don't know yet Maybe there's a chance that if I buy a Switch, I can't use the friend's list that I built up on the Wii U. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is,
0: like, I would imagine going forward, the Switch would be your friend's list. I'm... I'm
1: No, I don't... No, they need need to use one of them that already exists. And I... I, 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 I...
0: I'm not I'm a, I'm not under any impression that your 3DS or your Wii U friend list is going to move forward. I'm not under I mean Bullshit. I mean I think I think Bullshit. the I, th- I think the better example of that is just compare the fact that your Miitomo is and your Super Mario Run list aren't the same list.
1: Um, Wait, hang on. Hang on. So now uh, the the amount of friends list that you have to manage has doubled because in there's one for 3DS and one for Wii U and one for Mitomo and one for Super Mario Run. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Yes. My point. This is my
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but what I'm saying is, I there think... are
1: four friends that can be using them. They may not even use. They may not use any of them. Yes.
0: I, I, my point is, I assume going forward, this is just like, It's going to consolidate consolidated out of that stuff. You won't have a 3DS system a Wii U.
1: You don't consolidate them by tossing them <sighs> out of the window.
0: What I'm saying. Is going forward, not like, you're. Go- I meant
1: consolidated unless that you not, won't have I to manage more. Modern- don't care, even if they do have one going forward from now. They should have fixed this years ago. It's the whole point of putting Nintendo Network IDs on 3ds was to fix this, and they didn't. And it's the whole I, point, you know. Absolutely ridiculous. Then they started this new Nintendo account stuff, and if that's not going to do it, then well, it's complete nonsense i assume and it. they want us to pay for that they want us to pay for this well they don't
0: want you to pay for just for your friendship but i mean i assume like, as far as i know your nintendo your nintendo my nintendo stuff you don't have a friend's on that do you
1: well you link your nintendo network account and that's got one so well, there's no excuse
0: i mean you can use that but i'm imagining that's probably not going like if anything i imagine it's I probably going to be closer to it's going to probably be closer to Mitomo where you'll probably be able to connect like your Twitter and your Facebook account and you can have people befriend you that way, but it's going through a brand new issue to start with. and Insane. I don't... I, I, don't, I mean, that's that, that to me is probably one of the smaller problems. Like, that's not an issue.
1: No, it is... No, it's, I it's mean,
0: it's an issue problem. to you, but it's not like because a... I guess to me, that's not a huge issue. Compared because
1: to. it's an indicator of how... Just how ludicrous it is for nintendo to be charging for something that they can't run you know so microsoft were charging 40 40 quid a year or whatever for xbox live since what 2003 but that friend's list that you built up in 2003 still exists yes you but, can use it on your windows 10 pc but you know but yes not but, with nintendo
0: I, but to your it's, point then they weren't charging for you charging you for these lists. And the way that your Wii S didn't carry over to your three D S or your three D S didn't carry over to your Wii U, I imagine it's not going to carry over to your Switch. But I if mean. it's going to be one this going forward, that's fine. I understand your pain. But it's not like you know, they got it rid of the chromosome, you're not going to have to worry about friend codes or anything like that anymore. And I, like I said, I understand your problem, I understand your concern, but it's such a minor part of this whole or
1: Why would you pay why would you pay a company that can't <laughs> that can't that is incompetent? like this why would okay. you pay them
0: okay so your point is if i'm tr- I, okay you know i'm moving on because we're talking in circles at this point
2: yep <laughs> we should move on to splatoon what i think we wanted to do which is by the way coming out in the summer yeah um
0: which i'm happy for i'm a huge fan of splatoon um this is i hope that game's got a single player well yes the first one had a single player <laughs>
1: Well, I hope this one's got a better one because they're charging you to pay the, play this online now.
0: Okay, I don't know what that means with anything, but okay. I mean, there's a lot of games we have now that they pay you pay full price for that pays only online, and that's fine. But Platoon has a really uh, the first one had a really good single player, and this one, um, I guess, because of it being a more recent Nintendo, seems to have a very straightforward narrative. And this is one of the things they keep on mentioning. It's like this game is set two years after the events of the first game. So they'll explain why, you know, the new hub is different and why, you know, certain characters who can dress differently, why musical tastes have evolved. mean um, out of that, it's just with no dressing. Um, you know, so far, they've shown off one new stage. And I think one... They've shown off one new weapon and some new maneuvers for your squid as well as like new super moves um but i mean i think the biggest change in this is going to take some getting used to for me is because of the wii u game pad there there's a few things that were more touch compatible that they have to kind of move to buttons now and it's not i mean it's not that difficult but it, you know, on the gamepad, you realize how much simpler some things were. Like, trying to get into your teammates with, uh, quick jumps were much easier when you just have to get a map and press a button. And instead, here, you have to open a button, then you have to find where they are on the map, and which D-pad button they correspond to, and then press A. Yes, it only adds, like, three more steps, but it's three more steps in the middle for, you know, quick game. Um, they didn't showcase any new modes or anything like that, and I assume we'll probably get more about that over the course of the next... Whatever, however many months before it comes out. I imagine it will come out after e 3s I imagine probably a July or August title. But, um, you know, if people have not paid the me before, you're in for a treat. If you have, you're in for more of a treat. Let um, me just quickly kind of go through what else
2: I've paid. I've paid. Sorry, um, I wanted to say something about Splatoon 2. Oh, go on. Um... For me, though, that game, I mean, I, can't, I I like Splatoon. I think Splatoon's cool, but um, to me, that was actually one of the weaker titles because it barely felt like the two was justified. Um, the game looked very similar to the first one. I get new weapons and stuff and new maps, but at the same time... It felt like maybe this could have been an enhanced port basically all the content from the first game and then added new stuff. That's what it looked like to me.
1: Uh, I'm not one to say, oh, this shouldn't be two, but I'm just going to say I'm just going to treat it like I would if it was a port, which is to say, like, if I'm going to get one, get a Switch, then fine, I'll pick it up, you know, but I'm not going to buy a Switch for it.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I mean. If if I already had a Switch, yeah, sure, cool, but I mm, I I don't think it's quite the selling point.
0: Um, and that that's fair. Um, I see where you're coming from, and, and I'm not I'm not going to disagree with that. I see where you're coming from. I I guess for me, just because of the rumors before this show, like we were expecting a platoon port, and I was watching the trailer, and mm. my thought was the opposite. It's like this seems like a lot of new content for just an enhanced port. And maybe it depends on how intimate you were with this first platoon. To kind
2: of... like, like I said, it's... I didn't didn't probably didn't play as much of it as you did, so that's sure. fine. I, I I'm, sorry, not, I... I'm not the biggest platoon fan. So, sorry, but, I... but for me, as someone who's not the biggest platoon fan, it's a harder sell. Yeah, I think I think this is I think this is gonna go. Co- this is going
0: to be their Call of Duty franchise, and that if you're a very big Call of Duty fan, like every game's different to you. <laughs> if you're from the outside, it's kind of like this looks very similar to the previous one. Mm. Uh, I, I and then and like I said, I don't disagree with just I don't disagree with your stance because a lot of it is, like, it's one of those things where I think found, platoon was a really great foundation and it was one of those things I wondered about when they announced it uh, when when um, the game came out. It's like, what do you do to build on this for a sequel? Um, because a lot of the flaws of the first one for a lot of people were stuff that they didn't, that they, they inherently designed that way. And it sounds like that's a lot of stuff they're carrying forward. So there's still going to be X number of maps at launch and they're going to continue to roll out maps every so often after launch. They'll still, still do Splatfest, which are like special events every, you know, few weeks or so. Um, so a lot of that stuff is still, still remains the same. What's changing, we don't know yet. I mean, you know, there's additions, but, like, what is the story mode? Is it going to be beefier than that? Like, are there new modes? Are you going to be able to, I guess, a big, big, big change here, which doesn't necessarily affect any of us, is that it now has local multiplayer as well, where the first one had, like, a local multiplayer, but it wasn't, like, actual Splatoon. It was, like, just a balloon burst mode.
1: I mean that kind of makes sense though because you're not going to take your Wii U around a friend's house, are you? Not really.
0: Well, that and you can only connect one Wii U. Control your two the TV. Yeah. Where it is, you can yeah. hook up eight up to eight. How often that will be used? Is that, I mean I guess that will be used for stuff like Platoon and I guess Bomberman if you're into that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how often will you actually take around like eight different systems and hook them up?
2: That that seems only something. That would happen at, like, meetups or conventions or something. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, if they, you know, if Smash Brothers... Which is which is neat, but, like, again, not, like, a main selling point. No, it's not a selling point, so... which is why I completely forgot about it until we were just discussing Tomb for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like the Game Boy Advance cable for the GameCube. It's, like, it's yeah. neat if you can set it up, but... N- what are the odds if you've ever doing that more than like once or twice? Um
2: yeah. But yeah, um, and kind of on the same. But, but maybe if you live in an area where like conventions, video game conventions happen all the time, then oh yeah, I mean, would be cool. And I, I, also imagine some that, people are that lucky. I also imagine that that might
0: be more of a Japanese thing as well. Yeah, maybe. You know, like, if it's replacing the 3DS and new... Maybe, I mean, if they have download play for some of these games, that would be awesome. Like, if well, one person needed Splatoon for, like, four people to play. I doubt it, but that would be nice.
2: I, I, I also doubt it, because those games are kind of big, and... Yeah. Transferring those might be harder, but, quickly. I but, yeah, I do, I,
0: I, I do want to see smaller titles that might use it. I mean, I think, you know, though the scene's kind of small right now, the Japanese indie development scene could probably really take advantage of that um Mm. so yeah we'll see and the other thing which i'm excited for i don't necessarily know if you folks are just because of how i know a lot of people are kind of iffy on how it looks
2: but Xenoblade chronicles 2 which i'm i i just want to say i i really like the first Xenoblade chronicles i think it's an awesome game but man, did the character design from Xenoblade Chronicles suit for me off. Like, I hate those baby doll faces, and all the the rest of, of, of the buddies look like Nomura shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't deal
0: with that. <laughs> I, I, I am going to accept it just because I know how ridiculous this, the designs can get in Xenoblade and Xeno X. Um, X. I am with you with the faces, though, because it looks like somebody, it's like they got lazy. Like, they don't want to do polygon faces, so we're just to this anime face and like the faces in xenobade games have never been great but somehow this is a step backwards yep so (laughs) but i'm excited for it because it's xenobade and other than the fact that xenobade x exists which i don't get why you would have x and then two whatever um i'm excited for a more story-driven um rpg from them like i like xenobade x but that was more kind of all over the place with story. And I, mm-hmm. I like Xenoblade Chronicle just because of how batshit insane the story got. But also just mm-hmm. because it had a nice clear focus where Xenoblade X was a bit more scattershot. Yeah. Um, the only thing I hope they do bring over from X is maybe keep, keep those mechs. Um, I'm sure. Off, I'm off Me- a giant mechs. mechs.
2: There's <laughs> nothing wrong with mechs. <laughs> um, and, and otherwise I thought like ignoring the character models. Like, I always thought this game also looked pretty nice.
0: Yeah. From I, I, the short
2: thing I... we saw. And to to, to Martin's point, uh, I saw this,
0: I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm not expecting this until, like, 2018. And I honestly, I wasn't paying attention to it until it gets to the evening. People are like, oh, this is a 2017 game. I'm like, wait, what?
2: But Um, for how long
1: is it a 2017 game? This
2: is probably the biggest question mark for for me if this will make 2017. (laughs) I doubt, but we'll see. If it makes 2017, I'm all for it. If it actually does, that's cool. But yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not, ho- I'm not holding my breath on that one. But um, yeah, I mean, that I mean that's kind of it. Nintendo has what one, two, three, four, five, six games announced for this thing. We didn't talk about snipper clips. Oh yes, yeah,
2: snipper clips. Um, Did you play I- them? I, well, I, I, I I saw that during the trios thing,
0: and yeah. I thought, that game looks super neat. Yeah, I was going to say, I did fail it, but apparently Nintendo did not think it was important enough to mention during their press conference uh i mean i guess it makes sense it's an eShop title but that would have been a great way to kind of showcase the eShop. like here's an eShop indie in because there's a bunch of indie games announced for this thing too that they just kind of crossed over and mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't do much because you're still missing these big blockbuster retail titles but it does pad at your Easter, like you have games so do an indie scissor role. but like i said before the indie scene in japan is still kind of an in infancy um because mm-hmm. you know like i mean i you I'm kind of a whore, but I will probably double dip and get shovel night on this thing as well when it comes out. because um, I never had it on the 3DS, so it'd be nice to have it portable. And then you get all the um the two DLCs for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, sniffer chips, which we found out uh, this morning actually is a neat game. I guess they took interesting that used to be called Friend Shapes. Oh, you mentioned that because Friend Shapes is a much better name. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a very cute puzzle game, both in the fact that it's very adorable. The characters are just kind of like, I don't know what shape you'd call it. It's basically a fully formed U, which in hindsight, I guess, would have made a
2: great Wii U title. But um, They kind of look, look like fingernails if, if the top would be like straight.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but you kind of get the idea. It's kind of like a wine glass, you know, it has the... It's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, wine, gas, shape, and then essentially it's a, uh, I guess, I don't know if this is in, I haven't seen the press release for this, I don't know if it's a one-player game as well, but it's, the original version had a single-player mode where you just alternated between the two characters,
2: but what I paid was a. I, co- I, I, I would I would assume that that's the case, otherwise <laughs> I it's very... just a multiplayer thing, that's risky. Well, I mean, it is called cut it out together, not to cut it out by yourself. Although, although on the <laughs> other hand, um, yeah, since it's kind of easy to play it with two people because you just need one of those Joy-Cons, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's how I
0: played. Um, and I guess after this, I will give. Imp- I
2: haven't actually given impressions of the controllers. Uh, I'm sorry yep. after this. but Tell yeah. me, I, I'm very curious how one of those things actually feels, man, because I'm... Very fearful that it will be causing
0: cramps. Um, okay, let me do Sniffer kift and then we'll talk about the controls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, sure. But yeah, uh, this is a very, um, very, very cute game. The entire premise is essentially you de- you're these two shapes, and when you overlap, you can cut off the piece of the shape that you overlap with. So the whole idea is that you shave that you cut or you shave down the both figures into things you need and then you solve puzzles like one puzzle was um you had you, you know like you had to shave. we uh, had to shave one of the points one of the these things needs names let's call them kips you need to shave one of the kips down so that it's its head was big enough for it to hit a button up top and then a the button would then drop a basketball and then you shave the other thing so that the basketball would fall into it so that you can get and carry it to the hoop and then once you have the hoop you can jump and then throw it into the net that solves the puzzle Another one was kind of very similar. You, 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 know, you shave down so you can hit a button, and then a pencil would fall down. A pencil does not have a perfectly round shape like a basketball, so you have to shave it down just enough so that the, um, the thing would fall into the groove so that you can walk it over to the sharpener. And then what you would do with that, because the pencil's pointing straight up, is you'd have to tilt it so that the other
2: person can carry it into the sharpener to you know, complete the puzzle. Um, there well, are some- one. One I like that I saw was where they had like balloons, and and, and one person was cutting the other one, so they basically create like a, a, a pointy thing, so they could pop the balloons that way. And the other person had to create like a hook shape, so because some of the balloons were floating high up, and uh, to basically connect at the line of a balloon, so they could pull them down for the other piece, the person to pop. Okay, um
0: just to share my shame since you had to bring it up, this is the puzzle that we ended on because you couldn't solve it and time ran out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, but but I thought it wasn't really neat.
0: Part, oh, yeah, like. it, it, it's really. And here's the thing: is like I went with my friend, but my friends got distracted; and they were doing their own things. So I favored a stranger, and it's much harder to communicate because I'm trying to tell them what to do. But you know, you don't listen to the other person if you don't know them. So I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. shake me down here, because you can be a hook to pull down this balloon. And he's like, he did a thing, but it didn't have like a point where the hook can actually go in and grab anything. So it has, mm-hmm. and then he would do it again because you can actually, you know, like, if you screw up, you can just hold down. You have two options. You can just redo the last thing somebody's done to you. Um, or you can just hold it down and you reform completely e and then you'll start over. So he tried and he just couldn't get the hook. And I was like, okay, I'll turn it into something pointy. And then like when I did, the time ran out. But yeah, that, you know, it gets more complex than that. I mean, there's very simple ones, which is just essentially like, oh, you know, shave down until you form this shape and then just go and get Like there's one you re- you know turn into a heart and that's very simple you i don't even think you have to shave down for that one you just have you can rotate the characters 360 so you can go into different directions so you know like the top is more the top is completely flat so that would shave differently than the bottom which is a circular edge and stuff like that so with the heart one you just have to turn it so that the hearts were uh, the the top the i guess the bottom which is more of their near their feet uh the circular edge were at the top and the um the rounded, the, the straight edge was in the middle, so it formed a heart. Stuff like that, very simple. Um, I, you know, in the shortest ones where you turn it into goldfish and stuff like that. Really cute. I think this is the launch title. This is out um, March. March twenty bucks. Um, not launch, but
2: March at least. I think it's it's launch for us. No, no, in in, in the graphic Nintendo release, it just oh, okay. says March, not launch day. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, very
0: cute game, and I mean there's so. I mean, I would honestly do this anyhow, but I think, again, another great option of a game to pack in with the system. Honestly, I think it's... I mean, it's Nintendo's fault, but I think people have just gotten accustomed to their consoles having pack-ins. Um, and, yeah. But, yeah, it really...
2: Fun. I mean, on, on some level, when, when you create... I don't want this to sound bad, but it probably is going to a gimmicky console. You want something. You want oh, yeah. to yeah. something to show that off in a way. Yeah, and and that, in that sense, a pack in like snipper clips or one two switch would make sense. Yeah, I think one two switch because I think
0: I see one two, I see one two switch, and I think that's a great game for parties and to show off to friends. And I think if it's a game that's included in the system, it's something that kind of it's kind of has that Wii Sports thing where you know, Nintendo lands was a bit more complicated to explain. Mm. Where this is very simple. It's you know it's a duel, it's a sword, it's a ping pong, it's whatever,
2: and that's very easy. It to... also it also in a way becomes secondary marketing tool. In the
0: yeah, and if you
2: bring it to. And people. that's
0: what I mean. It's like because I'm not going to spend fifty bucks on this game, so none so none of my friends are going to know about it. <laughs> and yeah, it creates. But then we already discussed that. But going. Yeah. Back, Going back to what I was saying before, um, the thing that the, the main thing I wanted to do at the switch event, aside from going hands-on arm, with arms, oh god, I hate that name so much, <laughs> is I wanted to try out every configuration of the cons- of the system. Um, so let me just see if I get this correct. Um, the main configuration is of course the two joy cons in the grip, uh, the two joy cons on the actual system itself in handheld mode. The two joy cons on its own, the joy cons on its side, and then the joy cons
2: with its wrist strap. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let, let's let's go through these. Uh, let's say the joy cons in the grip. Uh, my fear would be this feels a bit. It, it looks a bit small, like narrow. No, it's. More. I I
0: honestly of the of the control. Oh, and the pro control That's the other configuration. Yeah. Um, I thought of the ones I tried. This is the apps. This is the best one because it's in the system. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. two, it's very comfortable. It's very light, um, which I guess makes sense. There's nothing to it, um, and I think. Can you compare it size wise to? Uh, a I mean, controller? I mean, I guess to me, it kind of felt like the Wavebird, if you remember that.
2: Um, um, well, I, I guess the Wavebird. It's kind of like a gamecube controller.
0: Yeah, I, m- more... um, what, what about what about Dreamcast? Dreamcast is a bit more narrow. Uh, no, uh, like size-wise, I didn't. I didn't think it was too tiny or anything like that. I, I, mm-hmm. Like, like, like this. Like, I guess more. I because I held it, it's more the grips and the grips are kind of give it that extra length. So mm-hmm. I didn't mind it that way. And I think the big thing to me, and this is something I'll get into, because my thing is, and I still, I mean, maybe I'll get comfortable with it. That I prefer the split control design. I prefer like I like the Wiimote and nunchuck because you can keep your hands separate which is naturally how most of your hands are. Um, My big gripe with that right now is that the shoulder buttons are really kind of tiny. And it's going to take some getting used to, where with the grip, just because you have an extra thing to hold onto, it doesn't feel that bad because your fingers naturally rest in that position. Um, Where with that, it's going to... It's gonna take some getting used to where my fingers rest, but I like that um, the, the the grip on the the, the Joy Cons, and honestly, this is the last I'm gonna talk call, start on them Joy Cons after this podcast. The Joy Cons on the actual device feels really nice too. Um, mm-hmm. What I was surprised by is the system's actually has some some weight to it, which I
2: guess. If was it wasn't weight, I heard heard a lot of people, people say said because that because like it, it was metal. stamped down yeah. in a way at, at the event, so that might have added some weight. It got some I weight to it. said. The system is just three hundred grams, but
0: Something?
2: I might be wrong. I don't know.
0: I played. Uh, I don't even know how you pronounce it. This Um whatever that strategy RPG is, and Disgaea. yeah, this guy. This guy. There we go. Um, I cannot read. Um, but that one, what because they, it was one of the ones that they allowed you to just kind of take out of the system. Um, mm-hmm. that wasn't as camped down it had like a string attached to it like if you face the tune and stuff that was actually like had a metal like, casing so that you couldn't move it much further and it mm-hmm. it, it felt it feels lighter but it still has some weight to it which I actually prefer okay uh cuz like you used you kind of used to Co-
2: is it is it comparable to like an iPad
0: I would say it's lighter than that maybe okay uh, yeah it's not like it's not heavy like, it's not going to hurt your hands or anything like that and it no hurts. no just curious, what, what it's comparable to? Yeah, <laughs> and, if that, and the size itself is nice. It's it's. I don't know if it's actually smaller than the Wii U gamepad, but I feel it's just it's just bulky for sure because the system's much thinner. So it's
2: it's it's uh, the width. I saw a comparison shot is pretty much the same as but uh, the, the Wii U controller, but the actual... with the uh, with the things attached. Yeah, but the actual and just just a bit wider than the new 3DS XL. Yeah, but I meant like
0: more of like just the you know, like the Wii U gamepad kind of it was a fatty. Let's go with that. And this is a lot thinner um, in that sense, so it feels nice. The screen actually looks really good too. Um, I guess you know it it is what it is. I know people are upset that it's only it's 720p or whatever, but the screen looks really nice from what I've played of it. Um, games should yep. run it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, even, and even when they filmed it off screen, the screen looked pretty. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And I guess um, it's, you know, just because of the Joy-Cons and the different configurations, the motion feels fine. Everybody keeps on asking me about this HD rumble. I honestly don't know. I didn't feel anything, but I don't know if the rumble was on in any of these games.
2: So I <laughs> couldn't you... tell. one on the other hand, you're not the first one that said, like, it didn't make much of a difference. Yes, yeah, so I know. I don't. heard a lot of people that were like, it was kind of fair, but mm, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I mean, I don't
1: remember the last time Rumble was a big thing in games, so... It was in 2013, because Microsoft yeah. tried to go, oh my god,
2: we've got Rumble with the triggers now! And Nokia's Oh, it is Rumble in the triggers! <laughs> I very was... I, I did. On, actually... on... I was gonna say H G Rumble is a fucking gun name. Oh, it's what, stupid. Mean, what what do they mean is haptic feedback? But uh, <laughs> That's what everyone calls
0: it, but okay. But I said <laughs> I mean it could have just been that I didn't have ice cubes next to me, so I couldn't really compare. <laughs> mm. um, I'm uh, sorry.
1: There was a weird a weird comparison to make.
2: Uh, I was try-
1: <laughs> in a glass Are you trying to
2: figure out where they were going with that? <laughs> And, I still and know, in the end, it made sense what they wanted to tell me. Yeah, it? but oh, it's yeah. still a
1: strange, a strange comparison. But and they like, see,
2: you can tell whether there's two or three in the glass. See,
1: like...
0: For me, that was that, those were my favourite parts, So The parts where Nintendo was just kind of being Nintendo. <laughs> um, Playful. Playful. Yeah, but it, it didn't make any sense. But I'm like, I'll go with it, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Okay, um, to the main question, and something we, we danced around earlier, I am not a huge fan of, like, the Joy-Cons on its own, just on its side. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like it's a good, it, it's good for, like, tiny games like Bomber Memorial, you need, like, one or two buttons, and Sonic Mania, which is only two buttons as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know, remember the reveal, Troy, they show people playing, like, NBA 2K17 that way. I had, and we questioned that already. Yeah, so. I have no idea how that's going to happen. I don't know mm-hmm. what people. I don't. Like, there's four buttons, and you really can't access all four of them because you, like, your, it gets thumbs and your fingers are
2: pretty much right next to each other. Yeah. Um. Also, another question to that: Did you play it sideways with the both the left and the right one? Um, you can't do that, can you? Because no, no. Because no, I, tr- I'm asking if you try it out. With the uh, tried it out with the left one and the right one, because there's a difference in design. Oh, like, yeah. I, on the right one, the stick is more in the middle, and, and, and that one looks more uncomfortable to me.
0: Oh, I, I, I think I tried it out with the right one most of the times, because as far as I remember, most of them were the numbered the, the letters and not the shapes or whatever, which is also something really confusing. I mean, I guess it's gonna, that's going to be a pain in the ass for UIs because... You know, when you turn it sideways, the buttons also change configuration. So, like, a, True. Yeah, so that's going to be a pain in the ass when you want to... I don't it. know,
1: they managed to do okay with the Wii U. Uh, not the Wii U, the original Wii, when you they asked you to turn the original Wii remote Yeah, but around. usually like, it so, was... One but of now the... you have four buttons instead
2: of two, and they are ABS. Yes, on. I guess
1: right. Yeah. you right there. My main concern with the Joy-Cons is that um, I've never been a fan of Nintendo's squarish controllers. Uh, Playing Mario Kart on the 3DS, any of them, uh, ended up hurting my hand because of the way I gripped them. So I'm not entirely sure how the Joy-Cons would... uh I'm definitely curious to way. try it
2: out myself once it's, it's yeah well, in a way. It's, the,
1: the, it's a, very, a thing that's very specific to me in the way I hold controllers. So. I, will,
0: I will say this much, um, from what I've played of it, I'm actually really happy to include the wrist straps for when you use the Joy-Con on its side, because that does... Does that improve it? Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, Don't want people throwing them into TVs? Well, I mean, aside from that, but I mean, the big improvement... <laughs> the, honestly, the big improvement, and I honestly don't know how to expect you to do this without
2: it, is like there's the two buttons on top. Yeah, look, <laughs> those look look way too small and in, in a weird place. Yeah. Well, have like to hook your index fingers. Yeah, it doesn't kinda. make
0: any sense. So when you put on the wrist strap, those two come out, and then it adds about maybe half an inch to the actual controller, so it gives it a better and it also gives it a more rounded shape because like right now, because it has to connect to the device, it has just kind of a straight edge at the top, which is really mm-hmm. weird. So it, it extends those two buttons out, which makes it easier to hook, and then it mm-hmm. adds
2: a little, it adds a little height to it as well. Um, and for that, uh, just looking from it looked like the biggest improvement. Adding that extra height, yeah.
0: And um, and this is more of a personal thing. And I mean, I want I, I want it anyhow. But um, the neon controller Seeing them in person is so much nicer than they look on screen. Like the, the colors really pop to me.
1: Yeah, they look quite dull in all of the photos that they I, I
0: might be a weirdo, but I always I thought that looks cool. I like that. I know, I like but... them I like them too, but in person like the, the they really, really pop. It looks more orange than red. I don't know if that's I don't know what color they're officially saying it is. It's it came through in some pictures I thought, but not everyone saw every picture, so Yeah. But in person, because like, the first game I played with them was Just Dance. I'm like, oh, what did you get? I'm like, oh, these are the colored ones. These are really nice. Um, I also mm-hmm. played Just Dance, but this Just Dance. Because um, <laughs> I was waiting for has Been Heroes, and it's like a 30-minute demo, <laughs> and Just Dance is right there. I'm like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's that, a really nice color. But, um, oh, yeah, and the Pro Controller. Pro Controller actually feels really nice. It has a nice, um, nice weight to it but honestly speaking i mean and again this is me i would go with the grip first and then i'd go with the system with the two joycons and then and, and that's about equal to the uh, to the pro controller the pro controller i think is i think people are going to invest in i wish it was not like what is it 70 bucks 60
2: 70 yeah. uh, in in the us i'm not sure what's in europe it's probably 80 euro that's what i would suspect but, yeah. um but the thing is about the pro controller for me is what what is Kind of makes this pricing even more of a bummer. In some ways, the Pro Control is kind of a must-have because it's the only way you get a D-pad. Yeah, it's an, an, and, and it's And you also
0: get you also get better shoulder buttons just because it's a bigger yeah. controller. Um, and like, like
2: I saw people playing Street Fighter with a single th- Joy-Con. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to play with with, that, with an analog stick ever.
0: Yeah, and I mean, people seem to enjoy it. But to you, yeah, I was actually surprised because when they showed off the new co- the, the the new cars, I'm like, oh, this is the point where they're going to show off eight the of different type of Joy Cons you can buy, like here's one with a D pad. Yeah, <laughs> one from... with a D pad would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, they...
1: having different types of Joy Con would be really cool. Yeah, and I, I think really that's nice what
0: every... I think that's what everybody expected them to do, but. It's not, which is
2: weird. I mean, I assume yeah, they're gonna come in. But and... like, for example, if you really wanted a pad, you could just buy a left one with a D pad. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and, and I mean, and and in the future, if the system's successful enough, I imagine that's what they're going to do. Uh, just you know, yeah. you are gonna have one that's more compatible for Smash Brothers or something like that. Um, and because honestly speaking, the markup on these accessories, I'm assuming they're making a pretty decent profit off of them. <laughs> the, the margins must be insane. <laughs> Uh, The other thing, and this is probably not a concern to many of you folks, is it's kind of weird, but it makes sense. Like the NFC reader is over the right analog stick.
1: I I saw that and I was like, you couldn't just mark out a small spot in the corner for this, you know, or have it
2: be on the back. It's definitely a bit weird, but I I guess one will get used to it. If Amiibos are even a big deal, I mean, they basically only got lip service in the conference.
0: Yeah, I mean, no reason I noticed is is because I played SkyEnders. Again, because I was waiting for a 1-2 switch and the SkyEnders booth was free. Um... And yeah, you
2: just kind of. So, hop- so you you were the only person to to give those uh reps at just dance in Sky <laughs> and just a break because when I watched those streams, the only ones playing those two games were the reps. <laughs> yes, and
0: it is always because the games next to it were super busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and on the bright side, of that, it was again, it was a great way to kind of get the different configurations of the system, um, out there. Uh, but yes, that I mean, I didn't know Skylanders no longer really needed the base, but I guess that makes sense since it's the big hook of imagination, imagine whatever, is that you can create your own monster. So I guess it's not a big deal to have. All the also, different... Skylanders works in a different
2: way that but you have to keep them on the base to be active in game. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay maybe no. no not just tip them on there. you keep them on the base and they are active as long as that so you could the game the exchange them. no, then the, the game they, updates the figure a lot so okay
0: then then maybe they changed it for the switch version because you don't oh. you, already, you already have to add he said like once you add them it saves it into the game.
2: Let's huh. it like, it's a 300. Okay, so or so, yeah. so maybe they change something about that. Yeah.
0: So maybe you know, kind of the discussion we had last week. Maybe their assumption is like instead of trying to sell people these bases again, we'll just sell them the figures. Yeah. Because you have the figures, you don't need, you don't want to make new bases and stuff. The anymore.
1: base is always always seem like a necessity anyway because like the 360. And yeah,
0: whatever. but yeah, it the, this one you just hold it over and then it adds some to the game. I don't know if this is the infinity. Well, no, never mind. That's dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: never
2: mind. Um, oh, there... by the a... oh, oh, we forgot to mention. Skylanders is one you were right about. Yeah, I said that. It's the one I oh, was. Would... Said... Oh, okay, one sorry. I was right
1: about. <laughs> and I did argue that. I did argue that one that point quite a bit. So I don't know. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right.
0: I, I think we all call this, but Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two was also announced. That's the Namco title. Yep.
2: Um But but. The only Namco thing, as far as I remember, right?
0: Yeah, it's weird, kind of going back to this. Again, with the rumors, because, like, with the rumors, we we were expecting so many Wii U ports. And the only one they announced was Mario Kart. Um, Because, you know, it was the rumors of the Tomb port, there was a Xenophade X port, there was... um, Smash. Smash Brothers, Pokin. And, like, none of that. And I'm just, like, it went from a week ago. It's, like, you can't do Mario and Zelda that launch. So like, I would have taken any other port at this point. Like, give me Captain Toad at this point to put an launch lineup. I don't care. Like, you needed something else there. Um,
2: yeah. On launch day, I can see, like, the ports, which is what, uh, to fill up... Um... The launch the launch lineup, and, and to have something kind of more of an incentive for people to jump in immediately who maybe didn't even have a Wii U. Yeah. But, but like it's Mario Kart, there aren't any ports. But yeah. Mario Kart yeah. isn't even making launch.
0: That's weird. I, 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 like what, I like what they're doing with Mario Kart and that it's kind of like that second wave title. Because it's that, and then it's like rhyme and stuff. But yeah, to your point, it's like, but you, needed some, you need something else at launch. And at this point, honestly, Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, uh, Kirby's Planet Robo, something there other than Zelda. Because if you're not a Zelda fan, or even if you are a Zelda fan, what
2: else is there? We should probably say launch day basically, basically consists of Zelda, one to switch Super Bomberman R... Skylander Imaginators and Just Dance 2017. Well,
0: oh, it also varies from region to region because I think Japan has a great launch. Uh, cause it gets Dragon. Yeah, crash.
2: but but this is as far as I know the US launch.
0: I think the US launch has a few more games, but I think they're again from the time. Like each one, I think those are the the not even the main ones. I think there are a few more games. The, the way they the way they rolled out this information is so baffling because like some of it you've gotten from interviews, some of it is on their website, some of it is just from developers saying like, oh, our game will be there day one. Um, some of it, again, is, like, Sonic Mania, as far as I know, for example, has a release date on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. but Not yet, as oh, far as I know. I thought they announced it was April something recently. Oh, okay, then might have missed that. Um, but yeah, it just as, a, a V A2017, like, is it day and date with the rest of them? That would be stupid not to be. Um, but, but There's a
1: small game, so it's
0: feasible. Yeah. But who knows? Um, steep again, Mike. Why is that not day one? Like, nobody cares about it now. I don't think people are going to care about it after the fact. Uh, Skyrim being a fall title doesn't even. Like, Skyrim's a part of a port of a port. Whoa! Brought... I mean,
1: here's the thing that I noticed with Skyrim is I don't recall anybody actually saying it's the special edition. So which Skyrim is it? Is it the one oh, that came out in 2011, or is it the one that came why, out in 2016?
2: A special edition.
1: I mean, FIFA's getting a 360 game, so it's yeah. possible that Skyrim will be a 360 game as well. But yeah, even then,
0: it's still going to be a year after the most recent PS4 and Xbox One version. So it's like, at that point, who's your market for this? Like, I understand not competing with Zelda on, but I would have aimed to have it like early, early, late spring early
2: summer. Fall is just like, you, you know, you know who's excited about it. Those five people that claim on the forums that having Skyrim portable is amazing. And, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and it's just like you think Skyrim's good at all, so you know, there's no arguing with you. But I, I get that. But I
0: feel like that. I mean, I feel like, like I feel like there are other games that are much better suited for like, oh, I, I can pay this on the go, and like, how many people are going to really want
1: that from Skyrim at this point? Um, yeah, I mean. Skyrim's um, a really big game. People complain that they can't finish the, that game to start with, you know, let alone play it on the toilet. So, uh, I mean,
0: after all of this, I'm. I, I will say this much: I'm a hypocrite. I pre-ordered the Switch. I'm still. I'm not, I'm actually. I'm actually certain that this presentation unsold me on it. But I, you know, I did the math, and I, my rule of thumb is always five games. If I can name five games I want, and by the end of the year, it's an easy get for me.
1: You know, um, the thing is, though, is I have, my, my threshold is two games, <laughs> and I am not convinced at all. Well, I mean, uh, I, I I guess because But then I my know.
2: outlook on the Switch in general is very negative, so... Oh, no,
0: I, I kind of, I, I mean, it's, it's been... I am
2: 20- also at two, and um, since I am not the biggest 3D Zelda fan, I'm at one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is With that Mario, Mario or, or Zeno? Gade? Yeah, Mario.
0: Oh, okay. Mario.
2: Um, because yeah.
0: because I still don't believe that Xenoblade you know, is making it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess you know I'm a huge fan. of I mean, honestly speaking, my games are Zelda, Arms, Mario, Splatoon, and I'll get Mario Kart 8 because I'll play with friends. Um, my friends, you know, friends dig that stuff anyhow. Uh, I have an Xbox One for any of the uh, major third-party titles, and th- that's what I was going to say. It's like this is essentially just Nintendo kind of admitting that they're the second console for people now. Um, this is like in an addition to system, like in addition to a PC or an addition to an Xbox but, One. Which I
2: think is a fine idea, if but it would at then, then you have yeah. to price yeah. it right to be yeah. in that spot, I, I think. And I don't think they have reached that.
0: Yeah, I'm also i I'm curious about the future of the system. Um not you know, with support
2: Oh oh one more thing though. I would have been there too because um Sega announced that Puyo Puyo Tetris is coming over. But then it's not it's but not that's going also now coming to PS4, so I'm good.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it also depends, like, I am all, I, you know, like I said, I'm all in for Fire Ember Warriors, if that is actually this year. that uh, That's true,
2: uh, that's something that would interest me, but again, for me then, okay, I'm at two games, but I still think the console is too expensive, so I would uh, probably uh, still wait out.
0: Yeah, like I said, for me, it's not a big deal, because... It's what, I i mean, a 300 was, was what I aimed for, 250 would have been ideal for me. Um, and I know it's not for everybody, and it's not like I'm comparing this to an Xbox One or a PS4. I own an Xbox One already. Um, my interest in the PS4 kind of wanes, depending on what month it is. Um, I mean, there, there were some really great deals. I think at one point, I got my friend one for like, 215 with like, Uncharted 4 and an extra DualShock or something like that, so... You know, at the end of the day if I really, really, really want one, I can get it, no problem. Um, but like I said, uh, huge platoon fan. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to more of that. Um, I do think it's it's weird. It's a system that doesn't really have a great starting point. But I also do think, as you said, it gets harder. It becomes a harder starting point over the year, um, especially once you kind of get to the fall where you start paying for online. Like, like I said, I don't. <sighs> okay, we mentioned we mentioned online, but we didn't mention their their gift. <laughs> To people no oh yeah don't mention it because it's not worth mentioning
1: just ignore it because it's complete utter bollocks <laughs> it's rubbish and it's and you know what it's actually insulting it's insulting i i I, right. I would actually agree with that for one it's insulting,
0: yeah. probably <laughs> it, it sounds extreme but he's probably right yeah it's uh, no, it's very insulting i mean it's not even like i would be I think it would. I still think it would kind of be disrespectful if you only got an N60, a NES or a Super Nintendo game, but the fact that you can only you pay for a month before you have to buy it anyhow, yep. is just
1: kind of a from the. Field. And and the thing is, is Nintendo have been get spoon fed the solution to this problem for years, which is you make us pay like three dollars a month or something, and you just and you give us these games not not to borrow for a month to keep. You know, even as long as the subscription keeps going, you know, give us the three games a month for three dollars a month or something, you know, and that's it. That's the problem solved. But to say, oh yeah, as a, uh, we'll give you a trial of a NES or SNES, not like a VC game in general. It's NES or <laughs> SNES. You know, so the game's guaranteed to be at least twenty years old. Um, you can only have it. For but, the it month.
2: but at least they add online.
1: <laughs> Absolute rubbish. I think this is. But yes, I, I, I do
0: think it's going to. Like I said, it becomes a harder sell once you know you have to start paying for online. And I mean, honestly speaking, I guess at this point we can kind of assume it's going to miss out on a bunch of the fall's major titles. Um, and I mean, we 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 will see. It, I can see them announcing stuff in between, but I can't imagine there's anything major left for them. Um, which was also really disappointing because then it wonder what has Nintendo Studios been doing? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, the Wii U was pretty anemic in 2016 and there's always Zelda for 2017 and that's out in March. Um,
2: and so if... maybe that is the right point for me to get out what I wanted to say about possibly holding stuff back for E3. Uh, because, like I said, we don't know about everyone. Like, for example, um, um, we have not anything about a Metroid or something. For example, if if uh, fuck uh, Retro is working on one, for example, uh, and I think it's if you want to sell a system in March, you should probably announce what you have going, even if you can't show it i guess even if it was just lip service in a way like oh retro is working on a metroid that would have been good and all they needed
1: to do is give us a list of developers and say this is what we've got these studios are working on things but we've got nothing to show you right now
2: but even you know? then that's like, not good enough I, but no, he, like you need, and,
0: it, like you need, the, like you need tangible titles like i don't because you can say retro is working the, on a game but like that doesn't say anything. Like, is it out this year? Is it out next year? Is it ever out?
2: <laughs> it, it, I, I want to know what these studios are working on. That would help. And then you still have the out at E3. Then you can say like, "Oh, okay." And and now we're showing it for the first time. That's good enough. Uh, yeah. In that sense. But uh, so at least saying what these people are working on would have been nice, especially if you try try to release your console outside of the usual cycle. Because when people announce the new consoles, like um, the PS4 and Xbox One, when they show up for the first time, you usually get a lot of titles announced at that E3 or whatever. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, maybe they're thinking Even is, stuff that's far Maybe they're thinking is, and again, this would be flawed, is that we just need to get to June, and then we can kind of get a second wind. Um, which again, I think is our thinking. I think, um, I think a lot of this is, <laughs> I think somebody says early access, and I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do. It's like this system's coming out now, <laughs> so that they can kind of steer the ship correctly by the end of the year. But I do think that hurts you because at that point, a lot of third parties can make, oh look, it's not sounding too great. Why should we support this?
2: Because even. It- in a way, it's definitely shocking, though, how hot this system seems to be coming in. Yeah,
0: it, it's, it, it, it's it, I think it was also striking, like, with the Japanese thing. Even the people who, like, um, Suda51 was there, and he, even then, he's like, oh, we'll bring him Travis Touchdown, and, you know, your feelings on the more heroes aside, it's like, okay, that's awesome, well, that's awesome, and then it's like, oh, we're gonna start the promo on the game soon, like, okay,
1: that doesn't say anything <laughs> see this this all this actually links in quite nicely with my searing hot take on the entire affair which is like if you take this if you take this presentation in a vacuum it set it appears like nintendo is being dragged clicking and screaming out of the console business because we've got less to- less software than the wii u had you know, we've got more hang-ups than the Wii you had at launch, you know, what with all this online stuff, and, you know, we don't know about this title, and we don't know about that title. You know, it, it's, it was quite sad for me to watch, because it's like, you have nothing here, Nintendo. You're supposed to be telling me on the hardware, and there's nothing here at all, you know? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last Nintendo console we ever get. Because of all this, you know, and it's really sad to see. Because I don't think that this is how Nintendo should be. Is it, it, Nintendo should be going out if they're going out of the console business with a bang and not a whimper. And this is a, this is a well,
0: whimper. I, I will say this. If I do saw, don't, I don't think this is going to be the end days of them for their consoles. Uh, I,
1: I'm not saying that it definitely will be. I'm just saying I will not be surprised if this is the last one.
0: I, I don't. I, I mean, even then, I do think this is more. Uh, You know, people say it's perspective. They're selling this as a console, so it's a console first. Because people are like, this is a really great handheld. Um, And I'm like, yeah, but that's not what they're marketing. And like I said, I was really... really, That was the biggest takeaway for me. It's like, where is the handheld side of this whole deal? And I don't mean... Mm. Like, I don't mean, like, it's portable, sure, but, like, where are the handheld games, where are the smaller titles, like I said, where's Apple 5, where are, you know, like, where are, like,
2: your tiny experimental games? But where are any of the titles they've done for 3DS, well, like, yeah, I, I mean, would have probably, like, a sequel to some of those games, yeah, like, paying, where, like,
1: for po- paying for online kind of ruins Pokemon. Well, I mean, because the multiplayer in that game is kind of central because you you use the internet to trade with people, you use the internet to battle with people, you know.
0: Well, I think that one will probably have free online, and I think that was one of the things they kind of crossed don't, over. Don't
2: assume. Don't I, assume. I, I, I don't assume,
0: no. but I did, they, they, they did say that like you'd have to pay for online for certain set games so it doesn't sound like it's a uniform that like every game needs on, that like you prepare. It's a very confusing thing, and I'm really hoping they clarify this better, because the messaging has been really weird. Um, but I do think... And people, lord help
1: them if they charge $60 a year for it. Because, lord I, help because, them, because I do
0: think need. that... I, I I imagine it's going to be like 50 or 60 bucks. I mean, they're going to go with the market standard, which is stupid, but it is what people accept. Um... I, do, I, do. I don't. I don't know if they will accept it with Nintendo. I, will, I didn't say people would accept it. I didn't say people, so didn't
1: say people... That have to run an online system.
0: Well, no, I don't. I don't accept it for any company. I pay. I wait until Microsoft is on sale fake like 30, 35 bucks. But. um... Yeah, it's, it's it's a tough sell for them. And it, it, again, to your point, to your point, and not the other one about the friends, it is kind of coming off of 10 years of people just being, I guess more than 10 years with the DS as well, of people just kind of being frustrated with their online experience because of either one, something like the DS, where each game had its own individual friendness with friend codes, or friends codes on the Wii, or the fact that your 3DS and your Wii U you don't speak to each other, and stuff like that. Or the fact that really, up until like the end of the Wii U, a lot of their games just didn't feature online and I think it's going to become a harder sell for like if they come up with like Mario Party 11 or I don't even know what they're up to 12 and be like oh that's what next one I think they have no it has no online multiplayer (laughs) like you know it was easier to say like oh we're a local system first or whatever but if you're paying for online you better make sure that the bulk of your games support online so people have a reason to justify paying monthly uh, or a subscription for this um but yeah, I don't. You definitely need to invest
2: more into multiplayer. That's for
0: sure. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They they and what is going to become of that? So yeah, there's a lot of like I said. Um, like I said, this, this presentation I think was a step back. Like they did they did better selling this system in three minutes back in October than they did in an yeah. hour and ten minutes yep. in. Um, january and you know it started strong because i mean it was like march 3rd and like it gets much sooner than people anticipated it's only i think it's seven weeks um and then it was pretty much all downhill i mean the games are great uh, the ones they showed but then it's like okay this is all you got for not just the launch but this is all you got for the year <laughs> and it's like this is a very tough sell for a lot of people <laughs> um and i yeah i don't and and then you know stuff came out afterwards like you know, I can, I, I will justify it in my head, but like the accessories are insane. Like I don't mind the Joy Cons, but like this, ch- this charging dock is eighty bucks. Why is that eighty 90, bucks? Ninety. Ninety bucks. Why is that ninety bucks? An HDMI cord is like maybe five bucks. An AC adapter maybe five bucks. There can't be that much technology in that dock.
2: They are making you pay for plastic shell with two exits on it i, I i'm okay with paying for a plastic shell I've maybe
0: maybe 20 30 bucks
1: yeah
2: i bought the th- new
1: 3ds charging dock and it, i don't think it's all that great but i still bought it you know yes cause... but yes
0: 90 what is i make I, I i don't get it and there's some point is like if you want to hook up your switch to another tv like No, not for (laughs) ninety bucks. And I've seen people argue this, and I'm actually I'm actually all for this as well. It's like if you're going to charge a premium for this system, you should also have an unpremium version. So charge. Well, that's
1: that's what I suggested months ago. You know, just a two hundred and fifty ish dollar. Version without the dock because I want a handheld system. I don't care about plugging it into a oh, TV I would, because I, would, I don't I have a TV to plug it into.
0: I'd even go further than that: like a two hundred dollars version with just the Switch and the
1: Joy-Cons. Yep. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. That, that that's my skew right there.
2: Like, that would probably would have been my skew as well because on um, I doubt I would need it on my big TV. Yeah, I have no problem. I have no problem paying
0: three hundred bucks for it. I don't mind hooking it up to my TV, being portable and stuff. Like that. But that's me. Give people the option, to be like, okay, like if this is the actual advancement of the 3DS, give them that option to have like this $200 SKU. That's the screen, two controllers, and you're good to go. Cause like, there's nothing else you need. You have it, you get a charger, and that's it. You're good to go. And Nintendo doesn't lose out anything on that because if people want to convert it into the Switch.
2: I mean, if they want to convert, then, it into then your... they could just pay yeah. up. It yeah, I understand. Yeah, I mean,
1: then then you could argue that they have a really good reason to charge eighty dollars for the dock. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because then it's like, okay, if you want like the full cons, uh, fine, that's great. Do that. <laughs> um, but
2: like this, the... but, but it sounds like for whatever reason, I don't know. Maybe the R and D. Uh, maybe they couldn't even reach those 200, and to me that seems questionable That with that kind of hardware, but I don't know what Nintendo may and, see beyond the scenes. Yeah.
0: And, and I mean, honestly speaking, and I'm, I mean, healthy this app, I, I hope by the end of the year they do because, again, one of the reasons that their handheld brand have sold well is that people enjoy it, but it's also because you buy one for your two kids, you buy one for yourself, you buy one, you know, you've you buy multiple ones, like, I'm not gonna... Nobody's gonna buy multiple $300 systems for their kids.
2: Yeah, <laughs> man.
1: So, I mean, hell, I've bought four of them just for myself.
0: But, yeah. So, you're not gonna eh? buy multiple Switches, you're not gonna buy a special edition <laughs> Switch, or anything <laughs> for 300 bucks. but like, you know, like, even if, Hey, even if you want to have a gimmick, and like $200 handheld version... And then like, you have Mario controllers. You have Zelda controllers. You have Pokemon controllers. Yep. I'm all for that.
1: <laughs> Give uh, me your, dream, your green Joy-Cons, Nintendo. Yeah. I want green Joy-Cons.
0: Do stuff like that. And then I also think it helps with certain smaller games where it's like, it's like, again, and I, you know, I posed this question, I think when we did when the initial reveal is like, because there are certain games that like, are not going to involve in the looks, really, because they're handheld franchises. And I think it becomes a much easier sell when it's just a handheld device. Where, like, if it's just, if it's on the console, it's like, this looks really cheap, this shouldn't be X, Y, Like, example, I don't think it's worth 40 bucks, but Street Fighter on the go, for, like, 20 bucks, seems much more reasonable than it on a Switch, because it's like, why am I going to pay money for this? And you can get it for, like, 15 bucks on the Xbox 360 or PS3. So yes, I mean I don't know,
2: it might even be backwards compatible on Xbox One. I'm not sure. You would have to check. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> so I, I will say this much, and I think this is fascinating. Um and it, it really depends. No, like... I,
2: let, let me let me when we are still a bit on the negative side, let me ask you something. What what do you guys think? Um how how will this do? Pers- personally, I'm I'm telling you sales wise I meant, um I'm I can see this doing better because of the Wii U, but mostly because it also replaces the handhelds. But I, I'm still thinking like GameCube level.
1: I think I'll we'll do. I've better. told you, I wouldn't be surprised if this was the last Nintendo console. I, Which
2: GameCube level would probably mean that? But
0: I think it'll we'll do better than the GameCube. I think it's going to. It's really going to depend on on how they react to things. I think it will do decently out of the gate it won't set the world on fire i think it will do well through maybe mid may and then it will start to slow down and i think it depends on like what they have to offer at e3 and at the end of the year, really, because if they continue with this $300 SKU with nothing bundled in and that's it, I do think, it becomes, like I said, it becomes a harder and harder sale once you get to the end of the year and families start looking at this thing because, like, yeah, I might buy it for my family, but then it's going to be $80 for this controller and that doesn't even come with this, that, and the third, or it's going to like 80 bucks for, to get a different dock for each room or something like that, and then you still you have one system, and then you have to pay for all nine, and then you got to pay for Amiibos, and this, that, and the third. I do think that if they go into the end of the year and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to offer the, 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 the premium Switch, which is this version with, like, a game packed in, and then we're just going to offer a standalone handheld version for, like, 200, I do think you have a much better um, argument then, and... It really, 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 really depends. Like, you can say, like, handhelds, this, and third, but it really start, It matters when they start migrating those handheld franchises. Like, I understand, like, Pokemon is whatever, but you need a Pokemon. Um, I, you know, Pokemon Monster Hunter are two gigantic franchises that are needed to especially migrate people in Japan and in the West. Um I think Dragon Quest X and I think kind of helped with that, but that's always a minus step, and that's also on PS4. Um, you're going to you're going to need those smaller games. You're going to need those license games. You're going to need your Disney and Mickey Mouse games that the 3DS has. You're going to need, you know, the OK Watch, which has just kind of taken off in Europe and kind of does decently here in the States. You're going to need those strange experimental games that they throw out, like Cookin' Mama and Animal Crossing and Style Savvy.
2: And like. Different. And and those handheld games that Nintendo's been doing, like I don't know, like a Box Boy or yeah, a Box Boy or Crash, um, Crashmo
0: and what have you. Yeah, out of those, because I think I mean I understand the mentality. It's like you want to sell this as a console first, but I do think it's so strange. And I mentioned this like several times. Now. It's so strange that like, the handheld side of your family was not represented in any real fashion. Like what, especially
1: they... considering that's the gimmick. That's the gimmick.
0: Like, what if if as a 3DS game, like, as a Wii U gamer, it's a tough sell for a lot of people because a lot of these games are similar. But at least you kind of see, like, how this has gone from the Wii U to the Switch. As a 3DS gamer, you do not see how this has gone from the 3DS to a successor to the 3DS. Like, there is nothing here that is built off of the success of the 3DS. Like, yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't know. Port Luigi's Mansion 2. Happy Luigi's Mansion 3 <laughs> or something, Dad. Like Kid Icarus Uprising. Like I said, Animal Crossing would have been a big one. But something that shows, I guess, in, you know, these games are still coming, these experiences are still here. It's not just us consolidating to form bigger teams for these kinds of experience. And this is something I actually wanted to say, um, and I I missed the point when we were talking earlier. You can forward the Zelda... Looking forward to Xenoblade. Looking forward to Mario Odyssey. But God in the heavens help me. I do not want Nintendo to become like everybody else where they feel like open
1: world is the future for all their franchises. <laughs> open world Pokemon game. With all the regions. Make it an MMO. Make it so you can join Team Rocket. But I,
0: I've always enjoyed Nintendo's game. <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed Nintendo's game for the tight, you know, the tight level designs and stuff like that. And that is one of my big fears with uh, Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Um, but yes, I want I want them to understand that that's perfectly fine, and I think that's what their handheld side represent. That they don't have here is that game with like this super tight design or aesthetic or anything like that. It's like no, we're going to do bigger and bigger and bigger. So yes, I you know the next Metroid game if they decide to do that, if they decide to do a 2D Zelda game, if they decide to do any of that stuff that's just smaller in nature but still very much them. They need to showcase that sooner rather than later, and I mm-hmm. also think they need to look at different strategies—not just for accessories. But like I said, I don't see One True Switch as a fifty-dollar game. I don't even see it as a forty-dollar game. At most, maybe twenty bucks. I guess
2: they yeah. To- at four, it's like that looks like one of those fifteen to twenty bucks downloadable titles.
1: I mean, we've already said that it's, it's, it would be a good packing game. You yeah, know? all that. That's- yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I
0: mean, I look at that game, and th- th- that's the thing is, I don't look at that game because their their whole selling point is you don't have to look at the TV screen, which means you pe- you spent nothing on graphics. Um, <laughs> I, you basically paid to do, do, do voiceovers. Um, that's it. Mm. Like, like my friend mentioned when we went when we, were, when we were looking at it yesterday, it's like I'm sure I can find some way to get my two smartphones to do this. And, like, yeah, you're pretty... Like, once somebody does that and charges, like, nothing on iOS or Android, that game is pretty much of no use. So, throw it in as a pack-in and <laughs> hope that people... You know, you, you know what? It actually might be possible to do. Yeah. I know, I'm not, I mean, I, I know you can <laughs> connect multiple smartphones together. That's how a jackbox and stuff works. But connect them together, and like, oh, yeah, I can do the little gun motion. I mean, it has all the same stuff. It has... You know, you don't even need buttons, right really. you need one button, you can just press the screen, it already mm-hmm. has a gyro meter, and no location, so, I I mean... Instead uh, maybe... of the I thing, you can use the camera. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe I'll start doing this now and say, get myself, get it out before March. <laughs> um... I, sh- I think we should just come together and <laughs> do this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it Switch one. Um, (laughs) but um, yeah, I. uh, But so yeah, Uh, is there anything else you folks want to say before we skedaddle?
2: No, I I I think we're good. Um, so yeah, overall, overall, it's more like (laughs) I was kind of excited for the switch. I thought like Nintendo learned probably a lot from what went wrong with Bu and stuff, but. I I mostly came out of the whole ordeal very disappointed and confused. I'm
1: besotten with the hardware itself. It's just there's nothing on there for me, you know. It just seems to want to turn me off at literally every opportunity it gets, you know. I... And I can't play any games with just hardware, you know.
0: I will uh, split the difference, I guess. I think the hardware itself is impressive. I mean, like the system and the screen and stuff like that. I don't know about the innards and anything else, and the prices, whatever. I am just surprised by really. Like, I mean, I think it earned a few examples from. I earned a few lessons from the Wii U. I don't necessarily know if it's all the right ex- words, uh, right lessons. I think like the biggest point is, it seems to just be a jack of all trades. But at least it tend, it, like, it's jack of all trades is a bit more focused than it was on the Wii U, and that like this mm-hmm. doubles as both a core and casual system for people, and that like, the motion controls are the normal controller as well, so you don't have that divide. The problem is it's like it's a jack of all trades, and they didn't on this, they don't know how. Like I think once you switch cells to system, I think sell to sells the system. They don't know how to sell that together. Like, 1, 2, Switch should have been a pack-in. Zelda should be there with something else to, as a companion app. And they needed to say, like, okay, this is what we have coming for the core, ga- the core gamers throughout the year. This is what we have coming for the casual gamers. And not in that sense, but in the sense that like, we have titles for both people that takes advantage of normal controls that takes advantage of motion controls that takes advantage of the touch screen we have titles that allow you to hook up like 8 Joy-Cons and this is what you can do with them like yes it's nice that you can do it with Mario Kart but I think most people have never had issues with having 4 players split screen on the TV with Mario Kart um, or online <laughs> which negates that um, I don't think people I mean I, I think Bomberman but it's not a game that I need eight people to be around with, it's it's fun, it's it's awesome, I've been in it, but I'm not going to go out of my way, I paid the Xbox 360 version, so it was like 15, 20 bucks.
1: And there's there's a uh, version on the eShop on the 3DS for about five or six quid, you yeah. know?
2: And I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'm... More... There's also still nothing wrong with Bomberman 94. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's the other thing. I think like Bomberman's one of those franchises that really hasn't changed. I mean, it changes because they want to add this bomb and this power-up and this, that, and the third. And, I, I mean, from what I saw, the single-player looks good, but I don't know if anybody pays Bomberman for the single-player stuff. Um, I did Bomberman 64. Well, I was
1: going to say, they could have done a sequel to Bomberman 64, you know? Uh, but, no, this is, this is like, top...
0: This is the same Ice that, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: like I said, it looks really nice. Like I looked
0: over and like the bo- they were fighting their bo- a co-op boss and I'm like, this looks really cool. But again, I'm not going to go... Like nobody buys Bomberman man for the single pay, but I'm not going to go out of my way to uh, purchase this or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think I think unlike the Wii U, I think there is a foundation there that if they're smart, they can kind of come back from if they're smart throughout the rest of the year. The problem with that being that this is Nintendo who are sometimes too proud to admit when they're wrong. Or that they screwed up in some manner, because like I said, I think that like I said, that the technology is there, the system is nice, and if they do a 200 dollar version without the dock, without the grip, without X, Y, and Z, I think there's a ton of potential there for a lot of people. I think they have. A ton of franchises that they, you know, people are invested in, and I think if you buy the Switch version, or if you buy the the virtual dock, I think there's a lot of money to be made in accessories. And I think people would find probably find it to be a much harder, much easier sell. It's still a pain in the ass, but like say you buy a system for 200 bucks, and then you have to, you can still get grip controls for 80 bucks. It's nice that at least you can still pay multiplayer without breaking the bank. You don't need to spend 400 bucks to just get a two player game going um so yeah we shall see um (laughs) but uh, what i was going to say is that i do find it fascinating because like you know a lot of people i know myself included were kind of disappointed by that but there were also people who i don't necessarily consider major gamers who were excited by this presentation because i think it i think there's a lot of people if you skipped out on the wii u there's a lot to offer that nintendo has kind of crossed over and i also think people are just excited for Zelda. it's been like five years (laughs) Um, I just wish they had more to support Zelda over the next six months. Mm. Okay. So, uh, we will be back next week, maybe. I don't even know. <laughs> we'll be <Baldly>. back soon. <laughs> uh, so, for Daniel, Martin, and myself, this has been Duel Wilden. We will be back next week. week. Well, I was going to say, I don't... I, I mean, we could be, but I...